Zach. Yo. I've been playing Elder Ring. And it's so frustratingly difficult, it's not even funny. You know, I know you've been playing Elden Ring, Dean. All day, all day I'm like a single parent. I wash the dishes, I dry the dishes, I put the dishes up. I'm organizing all kinds of things, 10, 20, 30 things going on. Where's my, where's my left hand? Man, I got nothing. I'm over here, Sounds like I'm over here like, like just fucking doing everything. And I'm like, I need Dean's backup. I'm like a single mother. And then he gets in the chat and he has no idea what's going on. He's like, that's too difficult to understand what's going on. I'm like, <laughs> Never fuck, it's that. Discord. There's six messages. Scroll up, bro. No, I, what, that's what not a method. There's no context to the messages. Like, what do you guys want to do next? I don't fucking know. I'm not the DM. Like, whatever you got story-wise, let's go. Yeah, but the thing is, it's a choose-your-own-adventure. When the fuck am I going to need you to cook tiramisu? (laughs) There you go. Eddie got the joke. Eddie got the fucking joke. (laughs) Thank you, Eddie. Holy shit. Uh, Anyway, so what? Elden Ring, tell me all about it. Oh, bro, it's just... Like, you know, what's, like, the most difficult game you've ever played? Multiply that by, like, 10, and then by, like, another 20. And that's how fucking hard this game is. It's like a throwback to the to the old old school games, right? It's unapologetically difficult. It's it's mean. Wow. Shoots and ladders to the extreme, baby. It's new. God damn it! Oh, oh, that was not me. I scrolled up I right at the end. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Can't blame me for that. This could be a great show. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. You brought into the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. This is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash Collecting Weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Eddie. I'm Jonathan. I'm Vengeance. Wow. I'm Cece. <laughs> Welcome. That's amazing. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly, the weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that mattered the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner for sponsoring this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. Guys, don't forget, use code capital CW10, that's code CW10, during our live show for 10% off all in-stock items over at 16corner.com. We have a great show planned for you guys tonight. There is some spice and meat the balls, as the Italians would say. we got some spicy meatballs, and we're going to talk about them, some new competition entering the 1-6 game. Uh, before we get into that, let's check in the chat. we got Toy Mafia, Tukatri, Brenton, Gigi says, Art Prince, great, another thing to tax. Carlitos, this is the way. Paul Schreiber, sweet angel. Absolute Irwin, John Ortiz, Brenton Palmer, S. Beam DJ, Eddie Era Maestro, hashtag R Word Nation, David Jones, Mark Pearson, Scott Bradley, Tukatri, Pablo Meza, a uh, bunch of angels in the chat. Dean, let's kick it off with the world's favorite podcast segment. 
Yeah, you guys ready? Sorry, Jeez. my mouse was. Stuck. Are you ready? Jesus. It's new this week. Yeah, yeah. What'd you get new this week? Also, first off, Eddie, how dare you? Um, Same. That was you last week, so don't you dare. Uh, yeah, so what'd you get new this week? <clears throat> All right, we'll talk about this more on Friday at the John's Club, the Collector's Club. Uh, I got my last two key issues uh, for Punchline. Batman number 89, uh, her first ca- uh, cameo. And then <clears throat> You're the Villain, Hell of Risen 3, uh, full appearance. Uh, first Prince. Um, I kind of want to get the variant covers because they were a little cheaper, but I feel like <clears throat> like when you see like the book, you know, but you have to explain it if it's a variant cover, so... But that that's that's all my punchline books. So wow. what's the joke? Bro, you gotta get those on the wall. You're gonna scratch them up. Every time I see you hold them like that, I cringe. Dude, hell of risen scratched up. It kinda pissed me off, but well, hit me up, bro. I got some polywatch. You could buff that right out. Hey, hell yeah, dude. Can you, ask, can you ask Danny if it's still a nine point eight if the the actual acrylic scratched up? I feel like Danny doesn't Danny lost credibility. It's actually nine. I feel like his head might explode if you tell him it's a nine point eight inside the scratched up casing. Turns out he was lying about four inches. True words um, never spoken. Actually, you can just send this back and they'll re-slab it for you for twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. There you go. So if it's cracked, like if you buy like a cracked one on eBay, like real cheap, you can just send it in and get it re-slabbed. If it doesn't get damaged from the crack. True. Yeah. Uh, anyone else get anything new this week? I wish, but no, I've been good recently. I bought gas. The there you go. That was the price of a 9.8 job. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dude, there was a, a, a guy at my daughter's daycare. He was driving a big, uh, some type of large truck. And the, the guy that owns the daycare was like, how much does it cost to fill that up? It's like, yeah, it was about 170 bucks today. Like, oh, my gosh. Christ. It's craziness. It's like a monster truck. Anyways, I would never leave uh, my house. I don't leave my house. Why do you think uh, I haven't I seen got... Batman yet? Because <laughs> Elden got... Ring, come on, not because yeah, of Yeah, come on, not because of, not because of... Uh, I'm all in on the McFarlane Batman line. Uh, I picked up... I had this on order, and I totally forgot. It just showed up one day. The uh, McFarlane uh, DKR Batman. And holy shit, this is a cool figure. It doesn't have... You know, anywhere near the amount of articulation as the Moffex one, but you know, for twenty bucks, I think it's kind of checks all the boxes for me, and uh, is fucking, it's a beefy boy. Um, I also picked up the Drifter, uh, also by McFarland. So this is the Drifter figure and the Drifter motorcycle. Honestly, um, <laughs> I like the Drifter figure way more than I thought I would. I think. Um, especially after seeing the movie, he definitely is bulked up when he's wearing that jacket. Um, so it, the meme of like him being fat man, you know, kind of, I can look past that. And I'll what's really say, cool is I'll the bike. I resemble that remark. There you go. The bike <laughs> comes with the the uh, helmets. You can swap you out the You resemble that remark? That's horrible, dude. I um. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get the joke you just played on yourself? Yes, that's what oh, I said. I thought you. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I said, I say it. Wow. <laughs> they always make fun of him on the show, and he says that. Come on, man. Dean, I think resent that remark. I think uh, you were looking for this Batman, also the DK. Bro, this Batman. Okay, I've turned a leaf on Batman. You have, and 
I need a Batman figure in my collection. Now, that's not like the Batman that deals with punchline. He's a lot like slimmer. Yeah. But that fucking Batman looks dope as shit. For 20 bucks, that thing looks fucking badass. I love uh, it so much. The Dark Knight Returns? Yes. Yes. Frank Miller Batman from Tom McFarlane, dude. Yeah. I need it. I asked you guys to keep an eye out for me because I don't really go to the stores that often. I will. I need that. And Zach, are you going to build the build a figure? I really want to, Eddie. I really do. But I'll be honest, this is one of my favorite comic looks for Batman. But in this wave are my least favorite Joker and least favorite yeah, Superman looks. What's, what's the uh, bath? The bath is the horse that he rides. It's like this oh, okay. black stallion. It's beautiful. Uh, and uh, I do like the Robin, so I'm for sure going to get the Robin. And I I may have to pay, like, secondhand prices for the bath pieces. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm like, fully committed to Todd McFarlane. Honestly, uh, 2022, I think thus far, obviously, we're very early into the year. It's got to be my company of the year. Like, in terms of distribution, the shit they're releasing, the quality, the improvements from last year, they're just making some banger shit i mean they're shipping in caps with three complete waves comic movie and um i think it was a video game or something like that i've never seen some of those designs but Not three complete caps, waves whole ass fucking islands yeah shipper yeah there you go it's a fucking <laughs> continent bro <laughs> dude, for fucking real. crazy bro i keep getting man and keep sending pictures every time he finds them I'm like damn dude that's meanwhile you wild. go down you go down the aisle and hasbro it's the same fucking lando that's been there since fucking Halloween. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that like moth woman from the Marvel Legends. She's like purple and green. And it's like, oh, yeah, I hate to see it. Zach, like, are uh, there two different bikes? There is. So there's the Bat Cycle version, which oh, is okay. uh, this one's more like a bike I think you'd kind of get off the street, and the Bat Cycle is more customized. But man, the painting, the weathering, even the sculpting, like uh, on the bottom of the bike, you can't really see it with my mouse, but on the bottom of the bike, there's like this wrap on it. And someone was commenting on one of the toy reviews because I was actually curious what it was too. It's like a carbon fiber tape that they put on that to kind of keep the heat down. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fucking. I mean, and it's huge. I mean, this is this is like it's not a one twelfth. It's almost like a one eleventh. Maybe Todd's stuff is like seven inch scale. So this bike is is quite substantial. Um, oh, and I man. I'm like I'm like all in on Todd McFarlane stuff. You what you did some weathering to this bike? Right? No, no, this is oh, no, this is stock. Oh, wow. Yeah, even here. Let me see if I can bring it up on camera. But I mean, just the the weathering on the helmet, like that's all stock weathering. I mean, it's not the best weathering. Don't get me wrong, but it looks good enough. I think for a didn't realize it came with the helmet too. That looks great, like that. For yeah. Zach not to mess with it for this long, it's got to be pretty good because. Zach will pop a figure open while we're in the store and start doing mods to it. It's like <laughs> it's pretty bad. Where did you I even get a... that brush? Like, what the fuck is happening? It's here? My toxic trade. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's get into the news, though, boys. We got a ton to talk about. So there are three different versions uh, of the Batman. So I'm just going to give you some pricing real quick. I think it actually might be four. So you got the Batman regular for three hundred dollars, the Batman deluxe for three seventy five, the Batman plus the Bat Signal. For 515, and you can also get the bat signal by itself for 160. Uh, all of these are releasing April to September 2023. Um, I think the portrait is really good. I think the hair is maybe not so good. Um, Eddie was showing 
uh, one of the statues on his show, and the hair just looked much finer. It looked really messy, kind of wet, like it looked in the film. And so I think Hot Toys definitely has some room for improvement on the hair sculpt. Uh, Portrait-wise, I think they did great. Uh, you do get several accessories from the movie in all three versions. You also get the separate eye-rolling system and interchangeable faces. On the Dalek space, you have that LED light effect, and the bat signal does line up. Uh, but looking here, the differences are for the uh, the collectible set exclusive, um, which is the Deluxe, you get the flying suit, you get the diorama base, the sticky bomb gun, and then you also get some different backdrops and base toppers. Uh, and then for the regular, you get uh, some handcuffs, a few accessories that go on the belt, a folded and a non-folded batarang, and a card from the film. Um, I think these all look great, but I'm kind of annoyed that you only get the sticky bomb gun with the deluxe sets. Because it almost seems like without that, um, without that gun, the holster, which is on his right hip, would be empty. Unless I'm mistaken. Uh, pricing, I think, is fairly reasonable. I think 300 is maybe just a touch too high for the basic version. But I love that, you know, in my opinion, you don't really need these exclusive accessories to enjoy the figure as much. Because you do get that portrait at the cheaper version. Uh, so for me, I think, uh, I'm not going to pre-order it yet, but I think I'm for sure going to get the regular. And definitely going to be thinking about the deluxe. What about you, Dean? <clears throat> I have not seen the movie. I do need a Batman though, um, but I like it. I think it looks great. I like the. Uh, it just feels kind of all the bat suits like, just seem very impractical to me, uh, especially like the '89 Batman or the one with the nipples. Uh, Bale's Batman was kind of closish to like what I could see someone like actually wearing if they were doing like vigilante work, but this design works so well with like a figure where you're like not afraid to pose it up and leave it like that way you know because it's got like actual pants the <clears throat> elbows aren't gonna crack like it looks like something somebody would actually wear um so i think it's fucking cool like i said i haven't seen the movie so i don't know how much i really want this um i don't I definitely would not get the bad signal one because that's just way too much. Five hundred bucks—that's it's a lot. But maybe just like the the deluxe or even the regular. It's it's I don't know. I got a lot of options, which is cool for the collector. But yeah, I don't know. I don't hate it. That's for sure. Brent uh, Lane Kramer says some people getting the Ahsoka emails from Sideshow. So very cool hey. there. Eddie, what do you think? I think it looks pretty good. Um... Yeah, I don't like the unmasked portrait that much. I think it's a little off. I don't think it's super off. I just, I don't know what I don't really like about it. It's just off. The hair, I don't like because his hair is only clean when he's Bruce Wayne, really. Um, like when he's going to like an outing or something. It's so like when he takes the helmet off, it's super messy and greasy yeah. and sweaty. So I don't like that. Um, but I guess... You could use that for like a third party suit or something, so that's cool. Cause I I'm not a big like unmasked portrait person anyway. Like I'll always use the helmet with a helmeted character. I, very rarely would I ever use the unmasked portrait. So and I think the helmeted is fine. I feel like maybe the eyes are a little wide open on the helmeted one. 
something about the eyes threw it off. I feel like he was squinty a lot of the time. But then after rewatching it, there are some scenes where his eyes, like he does some weird eye things and he gets all crazy and stuff. So I don't know. But I think it looks good. I think the accessories are cool. I love the bat signal thing and like they're doing it all out like that and teasing vehicles and things like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I think. It's cool that they're announcing the figure with the film, so hopefully we get it soon enough where the people are still hyped to get the figure. That's that's pretty cool. Uh, I know my brother's excited to get it, so I don't think I would get it. I don't think I want like that expensive of a rep representation of him in my collection. I do like the look in the suit of him, so I may end up getting the bike that you have and getting maybe like the Mezco release and then like using that as my representation for him because i do kind of, i do like the film and i do like the way he looked in the suit and everything so i think that's where i'll go but yeah i think it's a nice looking figure um i haven't watched the movie yet uh but i'm i'm based on the reviews that i've heard i heard he did a great job he's not my, my ideal batman i haven't seen him on the screen yet but he's not my when i look at pants and i don't picture him as my ideal batman but Based on what I've seen with promo shots, looks like they picked up the character really well. I think in this case, I think you really have to just go with the deluxe. Um, that base and that that bat signal, phenomenal companion pieces. I think that's awesome. Five fifteen. I think it's I think it's fair. I don't know. It's tough. I I want to say I think it's fair because I remember purchasing the original Dark Knight bat signal and then it had. Uh, Gordon come with it as well. And I think I paid around four hundred a few years ago, so considering um, the time difference, I think it's fair price. Uh, but accessories are cool. You get that wing suit as well. I would have personally, before putting the bat signal out, I would have liked to see the bike. I would have liked to see him come with the bike. I haven't, like I said, I haven't watched the movie. When are we going to get another Batman with the bike? Is Another character gonna possibly come with the bike? I don't know. I'm. I'd like to see the bike and the um, his Batmobile, personally. I thought but they did put up the bike. Because I, I saw the yeah. pictures. Just teased so it. They yeah, they, they have it, the. Yeah. I, f I believe they have the physical tease when they were in Hong Kong, but they haven't. Put oh, it up that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked to that. see him with the bike as opposed to the bat signal, but. I agree, John. Yeah. yeah. In a in a way, but I yeah. We'll have yeah. to see. I, I have to wait. I, I like I said. You have to I'm, see the movie. Exactly. I, I think I can't really comment on it. Yeah. But yeah, no cool release. Yeah, when I first saw the pictures of this suit, I think I was pretty off put. I thought the gauntlets looked a little silly, and I just was not like a huge fan of the design overall. Uh, but over time, it's really gr grown on me. And after seeing the film, I think like this is a was a must have figure for me. Um, so this is one that I've already pre ordered which I normally wouldn't do, right? Like, I'm a big fan of waiting. But I think we've seen, like, shipping prices go up on these larger sets. If I can lock in, you know, a rate, like, I, I got $5 shipping, no sales tax. So if I can lock in a rate now for something that I know for sure I'm going to get, yeah, that strategy could backfire, but I um, had to go all in because it, it looks great. I have, you know, two concerns, Zach, just like you, the hair. Um, I think they have some room for improvement, and there's some other models out there that do look a lot better. Um, so hopefully they fix that for the final product. And then the material for like the torso, 
you know, it looks like it's just kind of an odd looking material to me. I don't know that it matches one to one what I saw on the screen. Um, so yeah, so overall, uh, all in on this set, the, the, obviously the bat signal set and really looking forward to this waiting two years for this figure. So did you get the exclusive bat signal set or just the bat signal? Uh, the exclusive bat, this, this one that's up here on the screen that comes with the figure so, and the bat signal. Not the one that comes with the jumpsuit and everything? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. bat it signal one come comes with, with the jumpsuit. Okay. Yeah. That's right. So the, so the bat signal one comes with everything, basically, besides okay. the bike, cool. which I do want as well. Yeah. What do you think, Cece? I think I'd echo what everyone else said about the... I could see liking that it comes with the bat signal if you're a completionist and you have the Dark Knight and you kind of have this envision of your display having the figure and the bat signal for each, but I can understand people thinking that we probably should have got the bike instead of this. Um, and the portrait, there's something about the grease paint around his eyes I wish was a little darker. Um, and, and echoing the hair, I think his hair looks closer to mine than it does what it looks like in the movie. Um, which is a little disconcerting, but um, I'm not, as much as I love the movie, I've never been a huge fan of this cowl, so I don't know if I'd ever get a figure yes. of his design. Um, there's something kind of like patchworky about the look of it that I wasn't a huge fan of, but um, I, I appreciate that they released this so early into the, the craze of the movie, though. I think that, like what Marco was saying, like or Eddie, rather, like, it's it's hopefully we'll get this soon while there's still hype around around the movie and the franchise. I always felt that the stitches in the helmet or the head or the cow, whatever you want to call it, I always felt like they were supposed to imitate somewhat like the sutures in the skull. Mm -hmm. At least that's like I felt like the helmet was very uh, skull shaped. Um, I will say with the deluxe accessories, um. The base, I really don't like the base. Is it a cool base? Sure, 100%. But this base isn't really anything iconic from the film. And honestly, it just looks like they took a Star Wars base and switched out the white LEDs for red and then added like a statue piece on the back. It, it doesn't look like... And I've only seen the movie once, so maybe this is like a thing from the film, but... Isn't it from the jumpsuit uh, scene? I don't think there was red lights like that on the, the. Yeah, it's. Careful. I think it is from there. I'll double check. I'll lights. double check, but, um, I don't personally see it. I I will say I got to give them mad props on the bat signal. They showed a photo, uh, in the bat signal release. You know, I don't know how good it will actually work in hand, but they showed it like on the wall and it had that really nice bat silhouette. So, uh, I think that looks, really well done and. Um, there's a lot that I want to say about this. Um, you see right there in the middle. Uh, but I, I think I'd be getting into spoiler territory if I do. So Thursday yeah. night, we'll probably, Eddie, I think, I think, you yeah, know what I want to say, but yeah, Thursday, um, Thursday night at nine, we're going to do nine central. We're going to do a Batman spoiler talk. And I think then I'll really be able to give my full feelings about this figure. Cause there's so much that I want to say that I really can't say. Um, I do like though that the base, if you look there at the bottom right, you can kind of spin it and you can have him displayed on top of the uh, statue and then you can also spin it and have it displayed with the red LEDs, which I think is really nice. Um, I think uh, Mark mentioned this might be the first $300 non-diecast figure. I 
I, th- I want to say that's accurate. I don't know off the top of my head for sure. Um, but, uh, I mean, I feel Maybe. like you're getting purrs. You're getting three mouths, basically, essentially two sculpts, uh, and a, a pretty, I don't say amazing chunk of accessories, but a decent. I just think the thing that I can't get over is the fact that if you don't get the deluxe, you're essentially going to have an empty holster on your figure. And, uh, <clears throat> I thought that's... that was for his uh, grapple gun. His grapple um, gun comes out of his... It's out of his wrist. Yeah, uh, the, I think the, what's supposed to be pointing a gun right there at the bottom left. Yeah, that's the grappling gun. This picture, or you can't see it, but the bottom left with the blue. Yeah, yeah, that's the grappling gun. It's uh, it just like comes out of his hand, his wrist, it's like uh, spring, spring loaded. Yeah, spring loaded. Uh, there you go. So before we move taxi on, drive like taxi? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> before we move on from the movie with the, the baby that drives. Sorry, I want to ask everybody. And Dean and John could still answer this. Though you just have to go off the trailer. But if if they only did one other character in a hot toy from this movie, what would you want it to be? <sighs> Oof, that's a that's a toughie. If I only had one, I would pick Catwoman. If I had two, I would pick the Drifter. And Catwoman. oh, wow. yeah, that's a good. One. I love the Drifter set. Honestly, it looks so fucking cool. Yeah. Who's the Drifter? I don't even know who the Drifter is. It's when just, he's. It's just yeah. when he's wearing his it's uh, like, biking oh, gear. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get that third party regardless, though, right? Uh, but, like, but you're right, Marco, because you could, you would think all you need is a body and you know the the motorcycle stuff. You just plop that that head that portrait on there, and then you got a whole second display. So yeah, maybe It'd be like a cool hundred dollar third party set. I think mine's I mean, gonna be different than everybody. So that's I would I really, yeah. I would say just because this comes with a bad signal, the Commissioner Gordon. Wow. I don't know how cool he is what in the movie, shit, but it would be. make sense. He's pretty sweet in the <laughs> how movie. How dare you? <laughs> uh, you Nicolio. That was Nicolio's. mine. That's oh, who I want. Oh, I want Gordon. Yeah, First Gag- off, Brenton says, any room for me to join the spoiler talk? Brenton, if you have seen the Batman, Absolutely yes. not. Uh, if you have not, then <laughs> no. Uh, Eddie uh, Maestro says, nice hat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Dean's, a, Dean's smoking. He's so... You're so riled up. Eddie just did not skip a beat, dude. Absolutely not. Wow. <laughs> Let's fucking clip that. Dean, do you smoke after sex? Uh, <laughs> Who does Eddie Aramaestro says, oh, God damn it. That was Austin Powers then. Um, Brenton says, why not Riddler? You got to see the movie, bro. You got to see I the think movie. Scott I'll... Bradley says, definitely Catwoman. Sorry. I think I'd want Mr. Freeze. Wow. Dude, again with the spoilers, <laughs> bro. Shit. Stop. Oh. We said Thursday. Sorry. Spoiler talk. Thursday is the spoiler chat, John. Jesus. Jesus Mr. Freeze or Two Face, either or. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, I was I'm just so sorry for John. Interested put nipples on Two Face's suit. And one was charred too. <laughs> one was charred too. It made no sense. It's cold down there. But Eddie, to answer your question though, I think Catwoman is the, the figure that I would need from this. Like she stole the show for me. Really? You mean the movie? Uh, Gunslinger <laughs> says in-game Cap is a comparable figure, and it's two seventy-five and. This one has purrs, yes. Uh, also inflation since since uh, in-game cap came out, so that's you know twenty five yeah, bucks isn't a, too bad. Um, that's a good point because Bo-Katan is like bone dry, and that's a two hundred seventy five dollars or two eighty five. Yeah, if that's fucking easy. crazy. You get it, Zach. You made a good point. Like you could get a bunch of shit for the money. It's high, but like I said, compared to Bogaton, you get way more shit. <laughs> Sorry, Hugh. CC. 
Yes. Who would you pick if Hot Toys made one other character from this movie? I would I would echo uh, Catwoman. And then second to that, I'd probably say Riddler. Because I feel like as a character, he doesn't get enough love. But if I were to choose between the two, absolutely, I would choose Catwoman. Because I think that... Um, I think they would just do an excellent job with their head sculpt, if I'm quite honest, too. Um, I'd hope so, anyway. And I feel like we need more representation. I'm I'm shocked that uh, none of us said the Riddler. I think that would be cool. The Riddler. She just too. said. She just said the Riddler. The Riddler. Oh, I was I was addressing the oh, chat. Dude. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. We're all gonna have. What we're all gonna have. Cece, what about Catwoman? I, I seriously thought you said. <laughs> I know. Surprised no one said Catwoman. It was really strange. Eddie. What about uh Commissioner Gordon? Dude, just I was gonna say Mister Freeze, but then John fucked it up. Uh, I'm sorry. I was. I I got a lot going on, guys. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I like the trio: Two Face, Mister Freeze, and Ivy. I can't believe they showed up at the end. It was insane. I'm so sorry. Okay, to be honest, let me explain myself. Especially when they took on. Ivy and they started. Okay. I was feeling bad because Brenton was feeling bad and I was typing to him that he could join the show. And then I was like, let me check on the poll. And I was doing all that while our sweet, sweet angel gift from God himself, Cece, was talking. And I So essentially you weren't paying attention during the stream. Nice. Okay, at least I'm not on whatnot. Don't be fucking coming. I'm not on whatnot. Uh, all right. Our, our poll, very surprising, Eddie. Uh, seventy-nine percent said they would not pre order the Batman. Wow. Twenty one yes. That is that's shocking. I wonder I love if to it's hear it. Yeah, I wonder if it's because they don't want it or because they're following John's rules. I think it's because they watched the 60 seconds. Perfect. Uh, oh, John. I love yeah. it. Makes sense. Uh, now, this was really cool. No pricing yet, but Jazz Inc. Oh. Uh, uh, posted their Batmobile. They've been posting uh, work in progress for about a week and a half now. Uh, this one has, obviously, all the lights that you could ever want. Uh, I believe it does have a sound chip also. And then Yoast posted a, uh, a video of smoke coming from the engine so it has some sort of yeah, special effects with it uh i think i think this looks great some people on the group are complaining about the weathering so he's offering it unweathered and weathered the weathering does match the prop what that was in guy, the film bro. he has all the references now uh there's not a <clears throat> price point yet for this um and as far as uh what he said on the group that he was the only company making a six scale one uh though i was a bit concerned to see it in the background of a hot toys photo doesn't necessarily mean they're also making it but uh that is something to keep in mind uh but this question. thing looks fucking incredible he had access to all the files for this so uh as far as you know humanly possible i imagine this is as accurate as you can get because he had i mean literally many 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 references for this so um no no word on the pricing yet but arrow question. says 1500 yes. with a hundred dollar deposit what the f if that's 1500 that. I don't know how accurate that is. I don't that. think um, that's accurate, dude. Wasn't the Falcon like a thousand? My Batmobile is 1500 so I wouldn't well, be when Well, when it's uh, the licensed DC stuff, the prices to go up just a little Oh, you're right, you're right. right. Okay, so let me ask you this. I'm going to look the that up. The bike right starts off as a regular bike, and he turns it into the Batcycle. No, that's a spoiler. That's, you said it you when you were talking about your toy. Dude, what the fuck are you talking about? I literally about? didn't don't say that at all. Don't fucking spoil yes, anything here. No, you didn't. I don't know what he, what you're talking about. I never heard yes, of it. I said there's, I said there's really two bikes. I said there's two bikes. I said there's the Drifter Jesus. bike, and there's another more Batman-esque bike. I didn't say he took the Drifter and I mean, put a bunch of bikes. <clears throat> that's not a spoiler. <laughs> I, I could d defer that from 
watching a trailer or if you, if you want to know the answer i'll private chat it to you right now i'll, okay. I'll message it to you i'll message you right now okay my question is what did this car start off as in the movie so. That's a spoiler, bro. Okay, that's a spoiler, fucking... too. <laughs> what kind of a stupid question is that? That's not a stupid question. It's a stupid okay, question if it's not Dean, a spoiler screen, stream. I'll, I'll message you the it's answer. It's a car Batman owns. He turns I'll, into a Batman. How do you know he owns it? It could have been his father's. It could have been... No, no, you're right. He went to the dealership and was like, hey, uh... Can I get the Batmobile over there? Because I'm Batman, guys. What type of dumb motherfucker doesn't know where Batman gets the car? So then what the car? fuck are you asking a stupid question if you know the answer I want to know what the car started off as. I it can't started tell off as is. a fucking car. That's what it started what, off what, as. What, a Camaro? A fucking Mustang? Well, it looks like a Challenger. The 20-minute the thing like at the dealership right. was a little everyone, bit unnecessary. Wow. But everyone a challenger? What a piece Dean, of check your face. messages, please, for the love of God. Stop trying to spoil Batman. For God, man. Anyone else who wants to talk about this, please. Please let me know. Domathon says spoiler city. Jesus okay. Christ. Savage. I'm sorry you had to be here for this. Well, I understand what you're asking, where it's like I think this is I'm not I'm not addressing the Batman movie in this comment because I don't want to spoil things for people. But it's almost like um Iron Man, where it's like Mark One, Mark Two, like what how many iterations of this do we see in the That's... movie? So therefore you know which one you want to buy. That's a spoiler. No, I just mentioned Iron Man. I'm talking about Iron Man. I'm not talking about. No, this I know, movie. but if we say there's different versions, that's a spoiler. No, no, no so, I'm not answering the question. I'm just saying that's a valid question to have before you purchase anything. Is if I haven't seen the movie yet, do I want to purchase this? Because I don't know how many, if any, there are iterations of this. Is this the only one we see? Do we see other ones? Do we see other versions? I think before you see the movie, that's an accurate question to ask yourself is do i really want to hit the button and pre-order this before i see the movie in which case i would say another version i'd prefer no don't one pre-order. should no one should pre-order anything without saying the movie one don't should pre-order in general unless <laughs> there's a risk of especially for something that's items no should be nobody should pre-order unless it's coming out of hot dog um okay so i want to go back to this um eddie said it's 1500 bucks i don't see it on their website so i don't know where you get that number from I think it will um, be though, because yeah, that sounds 15, like a reasonable price. And mine just, just lights that's up. That's a reasonable price. The Hot Toys version, if they make one, might be eight fifty plus, right? Like yeah, the new what's Tumblr the Tumblr? Was, the new Tumblr was six eighty. But then Here's what's the, the DeLorean though, right? The DeLorean was eight fifty. Those yeah. those people that say like, oh, I want, I'll wait till the Hot Toy, they're gonna do better, whatever. He goes the nine yards that you want them to go with the. Batmobile though like he will make sure the figure fits in there he will make sure that it looks good the way it's supposed to Hot Toys is just gonna they're gonna get that file they're gonna print it and they're gonna give it to you but you're like, willing to pay an extra 600 for that? yes I am because I want the best version of that item out there if it's only I a $600 sound, gap, I want the, too, it could be worth yeah. it. I see your, your argument, Eddie. If it's like $1,000, maybe not. But Look, I'm be. not saying if you want the cheaper one, go get yeah, by all means, go get the cheaper one, save money. But I'm saying that there's a reason to get this one, and support small business, and and he really listens to the character, like the the customers rather. I think that that's one of the mind you. I don't collect hot toys, so therefore I'm not buying this anyway. But um, I've only heard the best things about his reception to constructive criticism and feedback. So I think I'd lean more towards Jazz Inc. than I would Hot Toys. For that reason alone 
Uh, Eddie Arrow Maestro says, I will buy it. Even the Hot Toys version. Hashtag Deep Pockets Maestro. Uh, and then he said he also did confirm the pricing with Yoast. Uh, ben Thomas said he's got to head out. How dare you, bro? Where's our blue wrench in the chat? We need Brenton to step up now. Um, I uh, Anyone else have a take on this before we move on? Ben Thomas has a wrench? What the fuck, man? I like it. I don't have oh, a wrench. Man. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. CC, I'm going to give you a wrench for well, a wrench. Is wrench a euphemism for something? Because it would taste like you. <laughs> no, it's a, the, the, the moderator sexist status. sexist-ass comment that you said. She said, I don't she actually said want she does that. She made the same comment. Just later. I don't know. Uh, Carlito says, I have jazzing vehicles. They look nice, but I have issues for price and build quality. Go hot toys. I've heard that as well. Yeah, yeah in now, their first is, uh, iterations of figures. But yeah. Uh-oh. This is the one that I'm getting. So this is the Hot Wheels one-tenth scale RC Batmobile. It's $100 releasing July 2022. This one has lights. Uh, obviously, it's an RC car as well. Uh, no smoke effects. This is a uh, carbon copy of their $500 version with a little less lighting, and it doesn't have the Batman figure that sits in the uh, front seat and can, can uh, kind of do the steering wheel. Uh, so at $400 less, I'm definitely excited for this. Uh, at one-tenth scale, they say it should be able to seat other six-inch Batman figures, which I would imagine would be like the Figuarts, the Moffax. Uh, but when I did the measurements and checked how those compared to um, the McFarlane figure, uh, based on some of the photos of him standing next to the car, I actually think the McFarlane figure may fit in this. So uh, either way, if it doesn't, I'll get the the, um, the Figuarts or Moffax version. If it does, that's like a happy bonus. Uh, but this car looks pretty sweet, and its uh, I think it's fairly reasonably priced. And it's also an RC car, so that's kind of a fun little thing. You said that's uh, a $500 version? The $500 version comes with a diorama uh, stand. Uh, it comes with a 6-inch Batman figure that is removable from the front seat. It comes with lights throughout the interior for, like, the gauges. And then it... Uh, I, I want to say that one has smoke effects also for the $500 version. The this one does not. Scale? Same scale, yeah. But this one released way after the $500 one sold out, which I thought was kind of cheeky. Oh, it um, sold out, the $500 one? It did. Yeah, I'm pulling up the $500 one right now. Um, this is what the $500 one looked like, uh, which looked pretty sweet, don't get me wrong. But uh, it was also $500. This one had a little bit more weathering on it, too. It looks... How long did it take for it to sell out? Uh, it sold out, I, I, want, I don't want to say it sold out quickly, but it definitely sold out before the movie came out. Damn, that's cool. about that. We talked about on CW. <laughs> you didn't. Um, I wasn't here that week, dude. Oh man, I'm sorry, bro. I was watching the Batman, bro. <laughs> Wait, no, that was like months ago. Did we really? Yeah. yeah, we did talk about CW. Fuck, man. Um, anyways, anyone have a, have a, a thought on this before we move on? No. Are we going to talk any more about the, the Batmobile in general? Or is this kind of the time to, to give our thoughts? I mean, now is the time, my guy. Spoiler-free, okay. now is the time. Yeah, spoiler-free. So, so just like the suit, I was really not like super sweet on the car. Okay. I kind of thought, like, yeah, I thought, I thought it was just an okay design, but it's definitely grown on me. Like I think it's just a badass overall design, and I need some type of representation of it. Um, so like Eddie was saying, you know, there could be some different tiers, and depending on what you want, uh, this could really be an affordable way to get some representation in there. But I think I'm holding off for whatever Hot Toys does. Yeah, I was uh, kind of in the same boat as him. 
we talked about it like way back before the movie came out. We were giving our thoughts on the trailer and everything. And I was like, it's cool, but it's just a like a muscle car, like a racing derby car. Kind of reminds me of Death Race, if you guys seen those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, overall, as a Batmobile, I still feel that way. Like, it's just a derby car. It's but badass. it's a badass derby car. And it's a loud, scary dude, derby car. When this it's motherfucker sick. goes on screen, dude, I want to do a backflip, bro. Right. Spoiler the sound design is incredible. Dude, dude see it in RMAX or RPX, bro. I was just really surprised when, um, like, bubbles came out of the muffler. Yep. You know, like... Jesus Christ. Like a clown car. That was I thought that was a really interesting part of the climax. Um, it was a nod I, to the Joker. I would be really pissed if I bought the $500 version and then they released this afterwards. Dude, I I feel the same way. How dare they? How dare they? I'm glad I didn't, to be honest. I'd be kind of pissed. I mean, the $500 <laughs> one does have a lot of bells and whistles, but... I mean, it's also a Hot Wheels RC car. Like, I'm not really trying to spend half a grand on that. Uh, Daniel Corona says it's supposed to be literally be a race car. They told the story in prequel novel released. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um, I like it. I think as a design, like, when it shows up on screen, it's, it's fucking awesome. Like, I think I, I, think I really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, if you're seeing it, like, in an RPX or an IMAX, like, it... It's really quite quite special. Um, I don't think... I mean, obviously I haven't seen every single Batman film in theaters, but to me this was like my favorite first appearance in the movie of a Batmobile. Doesn't but uh, your, your mileage may vary. Do you like... Okay, everybody who thinks it's not the Batmobile, what's your favorite Batmobile? Because I think uh, Ben's was in uh justice league was the best i hated that I'm only because it reminds me of the arkham knight so uh-huh. like the batmobile from there which is really cool so Eddie, that's why i think right. that might best. be the best design to be honest man it's just such a badass car from yeah. from bb i just don't like the way it moves it looks like a the, like a when it when he's going back to the bat cave after he fights superman it looks like a fucking roller coaster it looks so stupid i'm an 89 guy 89 that was classic is fucking yeah. cool that's yeah. beautiful fuck and I don't even like those movies. CC? I'm a basic like? bitch for the Tumblr. The Tumblr's wow. so fucking cool. The Tumblr, the Tumblr is bad. great. It it's really so practical. practical. Practical, yeah. It was it was literally a tank and it looked like a, an actual tank. That's why mm. I really it, it made the most sense. I know it wasn't the mm. most um like exciting release of a yeah. Batmobile because they showed like the you know, it was almost like we saw that it's it's start to finish, right? Um but no, yeah, I, I think that was probably my favorite one. When you guys were all ranking the, the Batmobiles, I was like, I like all these motherfuckers. Like, they're all great in their own special way. Um, but yeah, this this one definitely is in the conversation of the top, but not quite ready to put it there just yet. Tumblr was cool when he flipped it and then the bat pop, <laughs> yes. popped out of it. That was... Uh, dude, that was so holy cool. shit, dude. Such You're like, oh, he's out. And it's like... Yeah. Oh man, good stuff, good stuff. Um, now this this was cool. Oh boy. Uh, I think we're gonna spend a bit of time here. Queen Studios Collectibles, the next generation of six scale figures is coming soon by Inart. So that's the subset of of Queen Studios. Uh, if you're a one six scale collector, make sure you join our new Facebook group. It's uh, Inart Figures. Uh, well over a thousand people joined um, joined the group. Uh, they put up this teaser. 
so from left to right, we got the Nazgul, Gandalf, Legolas, Heath Ledger Joker. Uh, we have Paul from Dune and then Neo from uh, Matrix Revelations, I think is what it's called. Resurrected. Resurrection, thank you. Um, I think if you had to launch a line with six figures, this seems like a really random six figures to do it with. Uh, first and foremost, Asmus, I mean, I, I could have changed. Obviously, it's a new year, 2022. As far as I know, Asmus is still the license holder for the Lord of the Rings figures. They're actively working on a second Gandalf. Uh, a few months ago, they released the, I think it was the Helm's Deep Legolas, and they have a Nazgul on pre-order. This one? Uh, Og Toys is in progress with the license for the new Dune films, so that doesn't make a lot of sense. And then Hot Toys is actively in production on a lot of the Nolan trilogy figures. Haven't announced a Joker yet, so that could be open. Uh, but the thing that's interesting to me, Dean, is... We say, it, we say it a lot, right? Licenses can be split by region, by price point, by collectible type. Right. Um, I imagine Queen Studios is in the same Asian market region. They're the same type of figure from the same film, from the same character. I don't know if it's price point that is separating them or if Queen Studios came in and snaked the license on all of these from the different companies, which could be a possibility. Um, but Maybe I think... Why. Uh, Hot Toys was trying to get out all those Nolan Batmans all at once. Could be. <clears throat> I think it's. I think it's interesting. I don't know that Hot Toys. Um, you know, Hot Toys is an established company. They're the top of the game. I think this is definitely something for them to be uh, aware of. I don't know if it's anything to be super concerned about because again, we don't know if these are thousand dollar figures. If these are, you know, super limited releases. And even just from this photo, I'm kind of annoyed that they got basically Gandalf in reverse. Uh, his sword is definitely not on that hip, and um, yeah, I think he's holding it. Huh? Always like Ahsokaing it. Um, but they they promised a lot of really neat things. They said that these would exceed the quality of the prototype, which you know, I guess I guess they could. They're also working alongside Viper Studios, which is the company that um, put out oh, the incredible yeah. Gandalf the White. Oh, uh, but granted, that was a $600, $700 unlicensed figure. So again, that's why I'm kind of concerned about this price point. Uh, but I just think as to launch a line with these six figures is just so random. I, I don't really understand it. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Dean? Um, especially with the Lord of the Rings characters. Gandalf, okay, sure. Ring Wraith, yeah, you want a bad guy. And then Legolas of all people, why not Aragorn or um, Frodo? Basically, just either of those Aragorn. other two characters. Or, yeah, like it just like those three seem odd as a pair. And then the next three is even. It's like what the Joker by himself, Neo by himself, uh, Paul. Are we sure that's Paul? I really the uh, hair they, looks terrible. They, it does look terrible, but there there's a video on their I think it was like on their group, and it kind of flashes through each of the characters, and you can actually see detail in the portraits. It's definitely Paul. Okay, like 100 percent is Paul. And they um, did like a comment when someone posted, like, "Oh, is it this six? And they're like, they kind of put a smiling face. So, okay. Um, yeah. I almost would have preferred if they had just done all Matrix characters, just because what Why? that movie is un <laughs> untouched and 
you know, I, I don't think that movie's great, but at least have a cohesive line. This is like a patchwork of random ass characters. I don't know. It, it just seems like an odd, an odd six to go with. Um, but I'm excited to see what they, how they turn out. I, uh, I see why they went with these. I think with Lord of the Rings, they chose those because I think they saw an untapped market there. Because you know, I know there is a lot of fans of Asmus here, but I think a lot of people haven't jumped on those figures yet because of how bad they might be. So <laughs> I think that's why they chose Lord of the Rings. And then they want to hit all the fandoms, right? And then so, like, obviously... I know we're tired of seeing Joker, Heath Ledger Joker, but he's the biggest fucking thing in DC movie-wise, so they're going to start with him. And then uh, Paul is one of the biggest movies they released last year. They're going to do Dune, you know, and then Matrix is a big license for them that they haven't done anything for yet other than the full uh, life-size statue, so I think they wanted to get Neo out because he's also a big character in film, so... I just don't think they should have done that, Neo. But that's the one they decided to do. So I, I definitely see why they chose these characters. Um, I also think the difference that separates them is maybe Asmus has the right to sell their figures here. And they might only be selling in Asia. They're not. I don't see these being available yeah. through distribution through a U.S. based market, you're gonna have to get these third through a third party distributors. So that's what I think the difference is. Uh, but I am. It's it's hard for me because I stopped collecting one six stuff uh, this year. So like, uh, if they start off really strong and they're a good price point and like the, I like the lines that they're doing. Like Lord of the Rings, for instance, I haven't jumped in on anything because I don't really like anything that's out there for Lord of the Rings. So. I'm very interested in that, at least, you know. Yeah, this is... Uh, so I think Eddie hit the nail on the head. I think distribution-wise, it's going to be the same as their statues. Their statues are tough to get. Legal, not I don't want to say legally, but, you know, through the proper channels, their stuff is tough to get. Um, But this is fantastic news. How can you not be excited about this news? They chose these characters... Look, they got three companies on their toes now. All right, Asmus. For like, Asmus is not even. You're not even able to compare the two. Um, I still think, I think this release is great. I think it, Hot Toys is going to wake up. They're going to have to smarten up now, because this is good competition. This is healthy for the collecting community, the collecting world. Hot Toys has been here because there hasn't been anybody there to to you know knock them off that pedestal. And I think this is great. Um, the only thing about this is I don't think it's going to depend on the price point. We have to wait till they put their first figure to market because I don't know if they're directly going to be competing with Hot Toys or if they're going for that that top high-end collector and competing with J&D because J&D announced that they're going to be doing quarter, uh, six-scale figures as well. So that's what we have to wait to wait and see. Can I ask you a question, John? Yeah. If if they are limited ESs like you want, and they are well, we know they're going to be high end. I don't think that's a question. But if they're limited ES and 
and they are competing for that higher yeah. price point, like maybe seven to nine hundred yeah. in that area, would you buy a six scale figure at that price? Depending on the edition size, yes. Most wow. definitely. Wow. Most definitely. Yeah. I won't sell my current collection, but I would consider now the collection would be very tailored, that's for sure. It'd be characters that I Yeah would absolutely adore but you're telling me a company like for example let's say jnd even queen queen produces some great content a company like that if they can prov provide us with a six scale uh replica of one of the statues that they do in that high quality of most definitely most people are paying it for custom six scale figures i see on instagram all the time seven to nine hundred for customs so for me this is great news um I just want to see how this is going to play out. Are they going to be a direct competitor with Hot Toys? Or are they going for that elite, elite collectible like J&D? I wouldn't touch this with a 10-foot pole if it doesn't have an addition size. I'll tell you that right now. If they just put it out and like Hot Toys, no addition size, forget about it. I won't even, I won't even look. It looks significantly better than a Hot Toy, but there's Jesus. not exclusive. Jesus Christ, Marco. You sound like a robot, bro. Your uh, mic, buddy. Your uh, mic if it looks, if it's better than a hot toy, well, it could be better than a hot toy, but it has to be priced like a hot toy. You're not going to charge me seven to nine hundred dollars and not give me an edition size. That's how I feel about it. If it did have an edition size, yeah, and they were seven to nine hundred dollars, would you buy a six scale figure? For that kind of depending on the character and how like it was executed yes any of these these uh the lord of the rings i think be. i'd go with a gandalf i think that would be i'd go with the yeah. gandalf just because I, I haven't seen to date even a statue that's been a phenomenal representation of gandalf they could, yeah. dude they could nail that neil perfectly and sell it for five bucks and i wouldn't buy that shit <laughs> oh my well, that's God. fine, but yeah, that movie was Garbo. I didn't even watch it yet, but or even the Joker. Like, if they do, they have a lot of potential here. If they play their cards right, they have a, a lot of potential here. How does my audio sound now? Still sound there like we shit? Go. Yeah, you okay. sound fine. Better. Better. Um, yeah, go ahead. So Sorry. I just think that if they're going to enter this market, they would want to be competitively priced with Hot Toys. Right, like I think that if they're going to eat a, a market share, they're going to want to come in and, and directly compete with the, with the top dog. Now, maybe there is a, a niche for even more exclusive, even higher end one six figures, um, but I, I would think if they want to be really successful, they're going to come in and be competitive in terms of pricing and quality. Um, so, so that's just me assuming that. I, I'm very excited overall for you know Hot Toys has kind of made some really goofy decisions recently. And so for them to, you know, be on their toes, have a little pressure from other companies. Um, and we know, you know, some of the third parties were already chasing them. Um, so, yeah, I think this is a really positive thing for collectors overall. Um, and I'm hoping that we get, you know, even more figures. I hope this is really successful and even more companies are feeling bullish uh, to enter the market. Uh, Zach, I do have a question for you in terms of the licensing, licensing, though. We know for sure that these licenses couldn't be split, right? They are exclusive for territories i don't know that for sure what, what i'm saying is there's many ways a license can be split from you know people that we've talked to and some of those ways are region price point figure type so 
for example, the Jurassic Park license for statues, it was a worldwide license, and then uh, Universal decided to split it into region, and that's why Chronicle for a long time was importing the Iron Studio stuff, is because uh, Iron Studios wasn't allowed to sell North America, so they had to go through uh, Chronicle and then eventually Sideshow to sell. Um, so I, I don't know anything about these particular licenses. The images that I'm showing on screen are basically just to reference what I believe are the current license holders and why I think it's got to be like either a crazy price point or um, something weird. Like I was even saying on the Patreon chat, like, is there a chance these might be unlicensed, which I don't think anyone really no agreed with. But the fact that they weren't willing to answer that question, I thought was kind of odd. They're being very uh, vague in the comment section of that post. Like people are asking them, are they actually figures? And they're saying, you know, wait to see, you know, someone put that they want to see Star Wars figures and they just put like, got it. So they're being very vague, and they basically said that the regions that these will be distributed to will be uh, shown when it's time for pre-order. So I imagine it would be some amount of time before we see those details. Got it. Thank you. Um, Cece, what do you think? I assume these would also be regionalized, and also the nuances with licensing is really, really odd. So, like, the reason why Funko Pops for like Marvel and Star Wars are bobbleheads is because they they weren't licensed to create those figures, like Marvel figures, Star Wars figures, so they made them all bobbleheads so that they would still fit the parameters of their licensing mm -hmm. with like Star Wars helmets. So Anovos were lined, even like the premier fiberglass ones, because they were for um, costuming, whereas EFX, they couldn't line them because those were strictly for display. So it wouldn't surprise me if they if these were not regionalized. Like if it was it was kind of encroaching on Hot Toys territory. If it was something strange where they were freestanding and didn't come with a stand, or like they weren't um, as articulated as perhaps Hot Toys, just to to say that they're able to make them as well. Um, and also because they're regionalized, some people will even argue that they're not licensed because it's not in the U.S., which I think is bullshit like it's just like it, they could still have a license to create products just not sell them in the united states so just because you can like they're still licensed to create them at all just because mm -hmm. you have to jump through hoops to buy them i think it's still considered the licensed product but um interesting nonetheless i don't know because they i think haven't they done one six sale statues mm -hmm. recently yeah so i don't know it, them being cagey with them being figures i don't think they would uh, announce something like this if it was a statue so um, it's got to be a figure, and I imagine it's going to be jumping through a little bit of hoops just to get them. But um, they've put out great products so far that I've seen anyway. Um, so it, it, I think any competitor to Hot Toys is a good thing. I think for me, the things that they can improve on from Hot Toys, I think... I, I know pricing's not going to be improved. I think, like John said, these are going to be very high-end collectibles, uh, many, many hundreds of dollars, but... I think communication with the collectors, I think, is important for them to improve. Uh, I think that's an area where Hot Toys sorely lacks. I think not off to a great start. <laughs> I think um, having concrete release dates and and really sticking to them. I know, uh, obviously, we're in like year three of COVID, and I think no longer can you say, "Oh, well, it's a COVID delay." When companies like Toddy Mac are smashing it out of the park, so uh, I think. I think communication and accurate estimates of release are very important. Uh, and I think, John, I think you're very you're very hopeful that you're going to see a, a numbered limited collectible. 
Yeah, um, numbered limited collectible. Queen Studios so far, I haven't purchased anything from them, but we can see it through our channel. Their customer service is great. Their involvement with the community is great. We saw with James at the WonderCon. Mm -hmm. They spent how long with us? Walked us through the entire... Shout out to Naughty Boy Bill. Yeah, the entire thing. He's on our Collecting Weekly Auxiliary Facebook page, uh, Bill. And um, yeah, I, I'm not worried about their customer service at all. But yeah, a high end, high end and limited, please. So I can keep stop whining about reissues. Wow. Uh, anyone else have anything that they th that you think they can improve on from what Hot Toys is offering? I think it would do with communication, but uh, constant updated uh, progress on on what they're working on. I really like when when you see updates and sculpts and materials and things and. We decided to switch this to that, and I like updates. Would things. you expect that, Eddie, if they can't distribute in the United States? Uh, yeah, because uh, they could still update through their Facebook page or through their social medias. They don't have to like, yeah, you know what I mean. They don't have to. Doesn't have to do with them being in the United yeah. States to do. That. I mean, they have their own private Facebook group now, Not, so they can communicate with us well, through there. Yeah. Um. Let's. Uh, Let's move on. So, Marco, I know this is pretty exciting for you. This is the Scorpion 1 six-scale figure from Storm Collectibles. Uh, this one comes in at uh, 235, releasing Q3 2022. Um, I think this looks absolutely awesome. I think the outfit looks great. I think the musculature looks really good. Uh, I said it last week. I'll say it again. I am a fan of the use of joints here for a figure that's going to be doing some crazy-ass poses. 99.9% uh, .9 of the time uh, and uh, I think this is great you get some flame effects you get two different swords you get the uh, get over here uh, I don't know what you call this the dagger with the with the chain and uh, some shuriken, great I think. shuriken there you go you get some great uh, hands for posing as well uh, and the paint I mean this paintwork looks excellent uh, so I'm very excited to see um, the sub-zero from this line and then also just uh, you know kind of how deep they're going to go with it. And I think, I think 235, uh, we were saying last week, you know, maybe in the 180, 200 range. So it's a little higher than I was thinking, but uh, I definitely think this is, uh, this is not a bad start for Storm to get back into 1.6 scale. It's called a Kunai, by the way. <clears throat> K-U-N-A-I, not a shuriken. Uh, I had to look it up. I was like, oh, that's wrong. Uh, this is fucking cool, man. Um, I'm super tempted to order this. Maybe not like right away, but soon. I like it. Like I said, I grew up playing Mortal Kombat. Storm Collectibles stuff, when it sells out, goes like stupid, crazy expensive. So I feel like if you want this, you gotta get it as soon as possible. Um, so that's kind of why i'm like should i pre-order it because usually i don't pre-order like with hot toys because they're gonna be available usually it's very rare that they'll actually go waitlisted but i don't know what storm collectibles is like you know like is it like is it like mezco where they sell out in, in minutes is it like you know maybe like a week or two they'll sell out i, I don't know so I unless like it's an exclusive dean they usually stay in stock. Like if it's on Big Bad as just a regular release, you'll be able to oh. get it okay. until it releases. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I th I think that's really cool. I like it a lot. CC. 
Uh, not my jam. It's not. Wow. Not my jam. Uh, I, I mean, it looks cool for anyone who's into Mortal Kombat and also figures, but it's this is like a double whammy for me because it's it's two things I'm not I'm not a collecting collector of. So. Um. I don't love their joints in one six scale. I don't love their joints in one twelve scale. So I they it sucks because now you guys may disagree and I'm sure people will, but like they have figures now that have fully covered arm joints. Like they, they have their own way of doing that. And I feel like they could have done it here. Or give an option for people who want the joints. I don't care. Just I think it should have been an option because I think their joints are really ugly. Um, and it's like, all about arms. Yeah, yeah. I think it could have been a good idea. And I so also like... Oh, go ahead. Um, Storm was really... I don't say infamous, but their Tyson and their Ali, uh, they had um, the... Um, uh, it was like the arms were... I believe, if I remember correctly, they were like swap out at the... Um, the shoulders, the shoulder? so yeah. it wasn't fully seamless, but they had nasty, nasty ripping issues, like uh -huh. to the point where, like that's kind of what their company was synonymous for, and that's why I'm always cautious for like expressive characters that you really want to have fighting for them to have that. Like, you know, most most people that I know that own those figures, you know, they're pretty much trash. So I don't know if this is like a response to that in the past. Like they just don't yeah. want to deal with it again. Because I mean, they they were some yeah. beautiful figures. I mean, that Tyson was like bananas, and the fact that like it kind of became known as like, and and, they, and I, if I remember correctly, they did send people replacement bodies or replacement arms. But even then, it's like just keep them straight. You know, keep them in a museum pose. So and I uh, guess just that's just my thoughts on that. Yeah, and that makes sense. I didn't know that about the one six stuff, um, and I don't have any of the one twelve stuff with the rubber arms or however they do them now. So I couldn't say whether or not those work well. But uh, six scale reviews, I don't know if that's Dan or Dre, but they said you could just do a body swap. Maybe you could. I feel like that armband is fixed. The armbands are fixed there though, so I don't know if you would have to find like a new way to do that. Um, but yeah, you could always do a body swap, I guess. I I don't think there's enough accessories or like even a display base or like some kind of flying like arm or whatever uh, to like the price is too high, I think, for the accessories that you get. It's especially because it's not really like a high end figure. It's just storm collectible. So I don't know. I feel like that's pricey for this, like really pricey. So, yeah, I've Eddie made a good point about the armbands to because this is it's not on a generic body, it's on yeah, a it's Storm Collectibles yeah. body. So, yeah. the neck pegs probably going to be different, the ankle pegs are probably going to be different. To do a body swap on this, you're probably going to have to completely like the feet, too, right. They probably yeah, have saying, like the ankle and yeah. the feet are gonna yeah. you're gonna have to complete like Dremel and do all kinds of shit yep. to get this to work. Um keep that in mind. It's not like a three zero where it's like, oh, pretty much a hot toy body will work or whatever. Um But I guess like if you're going that route, you probably don't really give a shit about the armbands. They probably are glued on, you just rip them off. 
But yeah, it sounds mm. like it's gonna be a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty annoyed right now because I came into the show prepared to argue with Eddie, and I've been agreeing what? with his ass all all show long. God. Why me, man? Right now. <laughs> I was gunning for you, bro. <laughs> I was ready, man. I got hyped myself How up. Dare but, you? you know, so so your point on the joints, like I, I absolutely hate the joints on the arms. It just doesn't doesn't look good to me there. Um, and I think the price is a little bit too high for what you're getting. That being said, like, I think I need this. It, it just looks beautiful. I, Zach, as you said, like, I was calling for, you know, a Sub-Zero and a Scorpion figure. I think they're just, like, perfect for, in figure format. They, they like, need to, need to be figures. And after seeing the movie, which I know a lot of people didn't like, I personally enjoyed a lot. I was like, why is no company, you know, diving after this license? Um, so, yeah, I think I think I do need this. And... You know, some of the pictures, I think there's one where he's holding the, is it, uh, what was what was the term again, Dean? Kinao, something like there that. There you go, something like that. Kunai. He's like, he's like Kunai, holding yeah. it, so I think, you could, I think you could obscure the joints to a point where the figure would look really, you know, artistic and still look great. Um, so yeah, I think, so Zach, I have a question for you though. Are these normally <laughs> distributed uh, in North sake. America? I know what you're fucking gonna say. You don't um, know what I was gonna say. I know what you. I'll fucking message you right now. Is um, it is it his left hand, Eddie? Is that what you're? <laughs> it's no, it's strong not. No, that's not what I was um, gonna say. I'll message you right now, Eddie. Um, yeah, Storm Collectibles. Stevens Stevens Collectibles is able to get Storm Collectibles. The, granted, he gets the one twelfth scale stuff, but um, it uh, you know it could be different with the one six, but I don't I don't think so. Uh, okay. Dark Spartan says this isn't the first one six scale storm Mortal Kombat. I'm the old ones and the bodies are real panda kit bash. I have the Scorpion Sub Zero Luke Kang. They came with awesome beheaded sculpt and one with a huge gash in his head. Gigi says, um, uh, you know, in a relationship there are things that are deal breakers and things that you can work with. I can work with this because it's so badass. <laughs> you know, Gigi actually pl- plays Mortal Kombat with me, so like she fucks wow. with Mortal Com- Kombat big time. What an absolute angel. Uh, I think John stepped away for a bit, so we'll skip on. Zach, uh, this is- that's not what I was going to say. I was actually going to say the joints make his arms look skinnier than our new Batman. But wow, how wow. dare you! <laughs> I thought I was. I thought I was on the nose there. S Kings SKS zero zero five. This is the Miles Morales uh, PS five slash four portrait. Uh, Forty eight dollars releasing June two thousand twenty two. Uh, I think it looks okay. I don't think it looks great. I think it looks a little too like bird like. Kind of tapers to the front a bit for me. Uh, but for forty eight bucks and this being the only, um, you know, portrait option that you have other than uh, maybe the Super MC toys like uh, Thomas did on Pose Wars, I don't know. I, I want to say I like it, but the longer because I saw this Saturday with uh, Joan on his show and I was all about it. And then the more that I looked at this photo in our show sheet chat, the less I liked it. And I think at this point, it's just like a, a solid dough for me, um, even at 48 bucks. It's no, it's nowhere good, as good as the Limb Toys uh, PS4 uh, Peter Parker portrait, which I think was an absolute like a rip from the screen. Yeah, I think for 48 bucks, <clears throat> it's a decent representation of the <clears throat> uh, game model. I don't dislike it. I mean, I don't even own the figure, so I obviously wouldn't get it. But I could see why somebody would want to get it. And, uh, yeah, I agree. The PS4 Peter Parker one was amazing. Uh, And then they went ahead and changed what he looks like for no reason. Um, But, yeah, this, I I think it's decent. I mean, it's 48 bucks, you know. 
I've seen head sculpts sell for like 90 that aren't as good, so. Uh, Cece, when you're next, you're- Sorry, I uh, <laughs> unmuted the second someone unmuted me too, so I muted myself, yeah. Um, wow, it happens. Yeah, uh, I think this doesn't look bad for the price. As someone who doesn't collect figures, I think it's um, like I echo what Dean just said about we've we've seen like higher priced head sculpts that looked a lot worse than this. So um, I think there's probably a bunch of people who'd be happy to have this at that price point. I don't like it at all. It looks overscaled to the body. It looks head looks fucking huge, and he looks like cyborg. So that's trash. Oh my god. Dude. He really, he really does. Now. now it's like the oh best cyborg no. scroll we've seen. <laughs> oh Jesus, Eddie, I think wow. Yeah, that was that was gonna be my point again. Damn it, Eddie. It, he looks like ten yes. years too old here. At least ten years too old. Um yeah, this doesn't look good at all to me. Hard pass. And really I must say it was a missed opportunity for Hot Toys to include any of these sculpts with their video game figures. Like it should have come with a mile sculpt. The figure would have been a must-get for me at that point. It really does look like uh, Ray <laughs> <Yes>. Fisher. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now, I was going to originally say to buy the figure, rip off the portrait, and throw the body in the garbage. Now I'm going to say just buy the figure throw the whole thing in the garbage because Eddie just killed it for me. So sorry wow. about that. I'm uh, pulling up some stuff right now. Go ahead. It's uh, just the this. head though, right? Yeah, it's just the head. Look, yeah, yeah. yeah, but the body, oh, that body's... You know, I love that hot toys. Hot I think toys? that's an amazing hot toy. Yeah, yeah but that material is not going anywhere. Wow. Jesus Christ, that's pretty good. I'm not talking about the hot toys one. I'm talking about the this one. That is this the is hot, a hot toys. toys. That is hot toys. This the, is hot the toys. Only, yeah, yes. w- the only thing we're talking about is the head. It's, the it's a third-party head. Oh, so the. So they took the so that's a Hot Toys body. Jesus, John. Yeah, they're Holy just showing you what it looks like you on knew? your figure. <laughs> is this? Hold on a second. Is this? A, why are they showing it on a Hot Toys body? Because that's what it's for. Well, they yes. wouldn't show it on a sideshow. You know. Yeah, but is that allowed? Figure. It's a it's a man. Well, I mean, well, are it, they allowed to make? Is it? the <laughs> creation of the portrait allowed? Well, no? then whatever. I thought that was the whole body. They're doing the whole figure. So I don't no. pay attention to the third party. This is my reaction to everything that John just Crapola. said. Fuck it though, bro. It's your life. <laughs> who said? Who was the first person to say Obama? Because it does look like a young Obama. <laughs> uh, KJ Smith, I believe. Uh, let me be clear. The sculpt is not of me. Is this a Hot Toys body too? <sighs> no, uh, it's this a is the it's a hot Game body. Toys Tifa. Oh, <sighs> dude, she's stacked. Tifa, my money, bro. Jesus, <laughs> that was that was flipping good. Well, Tifa, my money doesn't even make sense. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even bother explaining. <laughs> Yo, bro, I keep, I keep Tiff on my desk, bro. I thought you were going to say dig, bro, 100%. I thought you were going to say it 100%. Dude, show Tiff some respect, my guy. Sorry, Cece. Uh, um, this looks incredible i was gonna buy the um third party one the other day and then they teased the head sculpt and now they're teasing the outfit and my god i cannot wait to get this figure they haven't announced any pricing or like release date it might not even ever come out but i mean they keep updating it fingers crossed bro this looks 
insanely good. I, yeah. Tiff was just one of those, like, I mean, Final Fantasy VII is my favorite game ever. So, like, any of those characters are just so, like, must-haves for me. So, this, this looks absolutely incredible. I cannot wait. Hopefully, it comes to fruition. She kind of looks like a Gefling in the left photo. Like from Dark Crystal. A, a what? A Gefling? From Dark Crystal. A Gelfling. Gelfling? I'm sorry. I don't watch that movie every day. God. Um, a Gefling? I knew what Zach meant. I, I this, man. I would have called it that, too. I, I know. I'll be honest. I, uh, I'm just being a dick. I At least she doesn't look like a skank, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, going to give his essence to this figure. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> That's a good one. Depending on uh, what body they use. Wow. Dude, Game uh, Toys is a fucking phenomenal yeah, they're uh, company figures. to do figures, so I'm sure this shit'll be dope as fuck. I do wish that it was colder there, but wow. cool. <laughs> um, maybe maybe not Been as a dope. little denobing tonight, you know. Wow, maybe not as dope, but uh, Hot Toys Birds of Prey Harley Quinn released uh, this week in Hong Kong. And uh, I'll be honest, I hate everything about this. I haven't seen the movie, so maybe this is a Unboo great film man. That, great. that deserves yeah. a character. But um, No, this is utter garbage. Show I've never been so trash. unenthused to see a released Hot Toys before. <laughs> yeah, this is... I don't like anything about this figure at all. Um, the movie was not good. The outfit, like, there's like other outfits in the movie. I think they did other outfits actually. Yeah, they have so the caution are, tape one as well. Yeah, those are yet to come out, so I guess it's fine. But the dear God, this one's so bad. I don't like it. You know what's a good thing about this figure, though? A really good thing <laughs> that they can reuse those arms for the Pattison Batman. Oh my fucking God. amazing. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> spoilers. So, so spoilers. Such a big Zach, are, are we going so to talk mean? about Because <laughs> people love it and I want to be a dick. Wait, Cece, get your uh what do you think about this one? I think it's awful and I fell asleep during the movie, so what wow. even you even you and McGregor can save it for me. So wow, that's I'll watch it one day. But I own this figure or I own this movie, and I have not watched it yet. It's Someone so gave it to me for free. All right, bad, dude. Couldn't make it all the you way. You paid too much for it if it was free. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the I thought the the jail scene or the what am I? What's the word? When she goes in there with the grenade launcher and she's shooting them with all the fucking uh, oh yeah, the, that one was that. that. I thought that scene was good. Dude, there's a scene in this movie, and <clears throat> it's gonna be a spoiler, but it doesn't really matter because this movie's garbage. But they're trying to catch up to to Hugh McGregor. He's like in a car, and she's got rollerblades. <laughs> she's all she has is rollerblades on, and then she, the 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 chick that screams <laughs> just like screams at her, and she goes flying. Can I address? Can I ask this comment? It's so really fucking quick? funny and stupid uh, at the same time. Daniel, I am not Batman. <laughs> no, I'm not swole, but Batman should be. <laughs> oh my god! I don't want no chopstick Batman. Batman. Eddie, Eddie, to address hey! your, your skinny, your skinny that Batman felt point though. Hurtful, dude. <laughs> that okay, dude. You're I'm fucking fatter than you, bro. <laughs> you're I'm a liar, fatter bro. Than you. Now you're backstepping. <laughs> no, I've seen you draw. You've seen you step on the scale. Dude. I'm like, goddamn, Eddie. 
Pretty slim now. So non-spoiler though, but to address your skinny Batman thing, there are certain ways where they shot him. They could have just not shot him like that, but it's almost like they were like showing us, like look how fucking skinny this guy is. I know. It's Wasn't like intentional. He's fucking buffer than all of us. Too. Yeah, but it depends. It also depends. I would argue that okay. I could bench more than him. It all depends to zero chance. <laughs> it all depends to on what stage that storyline is in his adventure as Batman as well. I haven't. We won't get into it, but depending on how many years he's job. been Batman yeah. or whatnot. Yeah, maybe like his sheer will and like determination makes up for the fact that he isn't swole. Like, like he can just, become swole afterwards. Like he's just oh, so fucking. I'm so excited for you to watch the movie. It's so fucking good. Uh, you know, it's also so fucking good, John. Our sponsor. Our sponsor. Yeah. Um, we want to thank our friends over at One Six Corner. Uh, just give me one quick second here while we. Uh... I didn't fucking up this time. One Six Corner, yeah. Their mission is to provide the best figures and collectibles to their customers. They offer great prices, great packaging, fast shipping, best in the business customer service. Collecting collecting weekly listeners get 10% off in stock figures while our show is live. Make sure you use code CW10, that's capital CW10. Choose your figures, pay safely with PayPal, and leave the rest of them. Uh, So there's just two bits of... um miscellaneous figure news i wanted to touch on uh the first is by blitzwave uh notice of order restriction we're sorry to inform you that we have to restrict orders due to the drastic increase in shipping fees because of the pandemic we are no longer sending products overseas except for some asian regions uh we're trying our best to find ways to deliver goods at the cheapest rate as possible as we can for our clients uh until the shipping cost is stable we recommend you to purchase our products from your local dealer if you cannot find any appropriate dealer please contact csteam at blitzway.com and we will find a way uh, i believe this was in reference to uh it was posted after rather the um ecto one went live i think the shipping would have been insanely cost prohibitive on that and so they want you to go through your regional uh dealers let's blow through that though because we got prints to talk about uh sideshow uh, put up a post on their website order delays and intent to keep order while sideshow's intention is to share the most accurate and updated information we have with regard to pre-order items expected arrival dates are subject to change delays while unfortunate do happen on occasion sideshow has implemented some changes in how we respond to product delays if a pre-order item experience of experiences a delay collectors must express their intent to keep their order open otherwise we are required to cancel the order approximately 30 days following the delay to make this process as streamlined as possible for our collectors, we've made some modifications to the checkout process and order details section of your online Sideshow account. On the final review at checkout, you may notice a new checkbox located above the Place Your Order button. Checking this box registers your intent to keep the order open in the event of a delay. You will still receive an email notification to let you know when an item has experienced a delay. However, you will not need to take any action to let us know you wish to protect your order so long as you check this box at the time of checkout. Confirmation is only applied once per order. With that being said, if you choose to cancel your order through the online account, for any reason after it has been delayed, you will receive a full refund, including any deposits processed to reserve the product. Uh, so this is basically formalizing the whole thing with getting NRDs back if there is a delay greater than, I think it was three months at the time. Now I think it's 30 days, which is interesting. Um, but I think it's more interesting that when you're buying a figure and paying money, that you have to tell them you do want it like you actually want it and that they are required to cancel the order 30 days following the delay. 
I think those two are very interesting statements, and I think in practice it's going to get quite messy. Uh, I have figures on order with Sideshow, and I never log into my account, so I don't know if at some point those might be uh, canceled for me. It's kind of one of those set it and forget it kind of things. Uh, so I am uh, I'm interested in this. It's such a weird announcement to make. Uh, what do you think, Dean? Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's I have no real opinion on it. Um, it's just kind of annoying. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. In what way? Is it annoying? So it. So if you cancel, maybe I misheard you. If you cancel your order, they have thirty days to do it. No, 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 no. So let's say, let's say um, I'm buying the Hot Toys patents in Batman, right? Okay. Uh, April to September 2022, and I assume what this message means is if the figure's not out by thirty days from September 2022, uh-huh. the order uh-huh. will be canceled unless I let them know that I intend to you keep the it. order. Oh, now going forward, (laughs) going forward, you know, let's say I place an order today. When I do the checkout, I'll have an option to confirm that I want to protect my order from cancellation. Oh, okay. So on, on prior orders, that's what I'm a bit confused about. Um, so I, I don't really understand how all this stuff works and I don't really understand the reason why they have to cancel it. I don't know if they're just trying to get more wait lists to people in. Is it a Uh, way they're trying to keep your money? Because That's right. No, 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 no. There's the right to get your NRD back. No, 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 yeah. no. So yeah. in in any case, they say at the last part, if you choose to cancel your order through your online account for any reason after it's been delayed, you will receive a full refund. So I think, yeah. I think you'll get your refund back. They, it, they just saying they have to can they're required to cancel the order. I don't understand why. I yeah, because even is- now, if a figure gets delayed and then you cancel it, you still get your money back. Because correct, you agreed to a certain release date and it's if it gets pushed back you still get your nrd no matter what i think this is to help out those waitlisted people i think that's the only thing that this is going to really affect and i ordered oh. something tonight through sideshow and so i had to check the box that this is basically just guaranteeing my place i think that maybe they just saw an influx of people who were waiting till the 11th hour to just cancel, cancel. their pre-orders and get their nrds back and therefore they had and they still had tons of people on wait lists that were kind of getting shafted for that reason. So I think it kind of just puts like a fire under people where it's like shit or get off the pot. Like, do you want to keep yeah. this? Okay. Or do you plan on getting rid of it because it was delayed? Um I could see it being annoying for people who don't pay attention to the things that they pre order or have like a list, like a spreadsheet or anything like that. But um I don't I don't think it would I'm not salty about it because I don't think it'll affect me at all. Do you think they will send out emails? Saying, I, was I hope so. To ask that. Because there's yeah. been times where there's been important things they haven't. So that's what I'm saying. Like Eddie, imagine you've been you know 11 payments in on a figure or a statue, and then it's 30 days late, and it, you lose it because you didn't get an email, and you can't get it back because um, either the one per order uh, thing that's triggered, or because it's on waitlist now and you have to wait trying to get back in. Yeah, yeah that would be frustrating. So that's, that's really annoying. I mean, all you have to yeah. do is check a box, but the fact that I even have to do that is very annoying. But I see what CC was saying, where it's people kind of just jump on there to jump on there. 
And then at the last minute, they're like, oh, that's really not that important of a figure. I'll just cancel my order. And then, so like, I get it, but it's also like, I guess it's mildly inconvenient and very annoying, but uh, it's, I, I still stand by it's very annoying. Even though I misunderstood it, that's somehow worse. Wow. Um, let's, uh, move on to our main, uh, segment of the night. CC, the sweet angel has a print presentation and I'll hey. let you, uh, take it from here and we can, I guess, ask questions if we, if we have them. Yeah. It's going to feel weird not driving the presentation. So if I fuck that up, I apologize. Um, full disclosure, we did try to make that happen, but it was like a rave PowerPoint. I don't know what happened, but CC, <laughs> yeah, bad. it was, CC, it was flickering and stuff. I don't um, know if you know this, you misspelled hot. I just wanted to let you know that really quick Eddie. before we go. <laughs> so Eddie, you're kidding, right? And we're moving on. This is an abridged version of my first Hothoth Press show. So this is going to be like an overview of, I'm going to discuss mostly the different variants of art prints because they know it's been confusing as fuck for a lot of people. So, um, and then also we're going to talk about the Batman prints that have released so far. So next slide. Um, just talking about some terminology. So you might hear um, the word commission thrown around with some art prints because some art prints generate from commissions. So it could be start out as a private commission um, that, you know, an art, uh, someone will pay an artist to do a certain piece. And then with the original art comes an addition size of a limited number of art prints. So sometimes those art prints leak out into the public. Um, or of course we get companies like uh, Disney, Star Wars, who commission an artist to make uh, large print runs. Uh, screen prints are the most common type, I think, of art print. That would be that or um, a gicle print. Uh, but a screen print, if you've ever seen a t-shirt be made at like a county fair, it's a very similar process. Uh, so with screen prints, you're limited on the amount of num like different colors, like the number of colors that you could use. So that's typically the easiest way to look at a, a print and decide real quickly if you think it's a screen print or a gicle. Um, a variant is basically just like a special edition or different type of screen print, typically. A gicle is just a glorified ancient print, um, but just a higher quality than what you would expect to get at like a home printer. And then a lithograph is kind of like, it's a weird process where they use a, either a stone or metal block to transfer an image that's put directly onto that block in, onto paper. Um, but those aren't as common as, say, uh, gicles or screen prints. And then uh, you'll hear it oftentimes with limited edition, like sold-out prints. You'll hear the word artist proof or printer's proof. So oftentimes when an, uh, an art print sells out, and the artist will typically have an allotment of what they call artist proofs that they'll sell by themselves or they'll give to a gallery to sell at a later time. So if you do get like a, if you see like a Mondo drop or a bottleneck drop and it sells really quickly, there's still a chance that the artist will sell their allotment of artist proofs. They just won't be numbered. They will say AP or if it's a printer proof, um, basically almost like a draft that the artist or the printer received before they went through with the final run. It'll say PP in the corner. Um, next slide. I'm not mature enough to not laugh at that. I know. I was, uh, waiting, I was waiting for it. Real quick, uh, shout out to Adon in the chat. The butterfly effect, baby. Uh, so then the types, the different types of um, variants. So I'm going to talk about uh, foils, lenticulars, uh, glow-in-the-dark variants, 
and then the ones that are either changes in colorway or saturation or different versions of variants. So the first one is uh, foil. So the confusing thing about foil is an artist or a gallery can say that a print is foil and that either typically means that it includes elements of metallic ink or a um, foil um, pearlescent uh, mirror finish, perhaps uh, paper. So the one on the uh, the left is metallic ink. So I have that one. It's um, Dark Side by Melvin Mago. I love it. Um, so that has those elements that you can kind of see flashing in the back are the only parts of the print that have a metallic ink to them versus the Darth Chocolate, which is on the right, which is a uh, what they call a rainbow foil paper that it's printed on. Uh, and then this is lenticular. So that one that um, is on the left just released and sold out pretty quickly. I think it sold out in about 20 minutes or so or less than that. Um, from what I was able to see when, when it went live. Um, but the lenticular is kind of like if you've ever had those binders from the 90s that have, like, if you scratch your hand over them or a nail, it sounds kind of like you're, like, scratching a record. It basically has, like, a almost like a vinyl texture to it to give you this kind of, like, 3D effect. And I think they've been kind of a craze of the last, I'd say, two or three years. Um, but these were two that were, were pretty popular, two different versions. Um, they could, they tend to be pretty pricey though. That boarding party, I think was $200. Um, and they're, I think they were both limited to about 150 to 200 pieces. Uh, next slide. On, on the lenticulars or yeah. like, and then the foil also, mm -hmm. um, like I've only had one high quality print and it was, it was a Mondo uh, into the Spider-Verse, and it was just kind of like shipped, like uh, I would imagine any poster would be. Mm -hmm. uh, but for the lenticulars and the foil, can they wrap them up into like a poster tube, or do those have to be shipped flat? Yeah, so the um, the foil, there should be no change in how they ship it, because it's essentially still paper, regardless of if it's a mirror finish. So the one thing you'll notice about um, like mirror finish foils, like maybe that Darth Chocolate, I'll own that one to know, but um, the paper tends to be on the thinner side. So when you un when you take it out of the poster tube, it lays flat, like flat as board. You don't have to, you typically don't have to um, like put pressure on it to flatten it, which I think is very interesting. I only have one of those that's like that. Um, and then, but the lenticulars, those are not something that you could fold. So they tend to be boxed up almost like you're just getting um, like a 24 by 36 board essentially that's in a box. Um, so you're right, those aren't going to be something like in a poster tube. And uh, lenticulars are also something that people tend to display with a light box because they have some translucency to them. So uh, Mike Costa, if you know, um, over at Rogue One 6 and also the Sithcast with PJ, he has, uh, well now he's the proud owner of two lenticulars that he has with light boxes. Uh, Glow in the Dark, this is one that I included for uh, Brenton uh, because he's a Doctor Strange fan and we briefly talked about him wanting Doctor Strange prints. I also want a Doctor Strange print, but all the ones I like tend to be on the larger side. So this is one that came out uh, when the movie released by Matt Ferguson uh, and it was a Glow in the Dark. So this one was the regular edition, but Glow in the Dark is something that you would also see sometimes with a variant edition where the regular could be just solid and then the variant could have a layer of glow-in-the-dark ink put on top of it. Um, 
yeah, not much for these. And then I had to include this one just as a flex because this is uh, one of my favorites. So um, in this instance, the regular actually did have the glow-in-the-dark ink, and then the variant is the one that's got that yellowy kind of amber tones to it. Um, this one was, uh, that variant was pretty limited. It was one of um, 65 when it released, but I own both of these, and they're one of my favorite works of art. Um, especially that glow in the dark effect. I tend to find it's very kitschy with art prints, but if it makes sense to the context of the art, I think it works. And I think in this in this instance, it really works with um, with this art print. So this is one that kind of pisses people off, myself included, sometimes when it comes to variants where it's just a subtle, very subtle change in saturation. So in this one, the uh, the regular is on the left and the variant is on the right. So it just, the variant looks a little cooler toned. Um, I will say with people who do get frustrated with these, um, as far as like the really subtle nuances to, to the variants and thinking that they're kind of just a cash grab, I'm inclined to agree. The only thing that I could say to make people maybe feel a little better is that the variants, while they will be typically more limited than the regular edition, um, I've heard more often than not from the artists that make these prints that they prefer the regular edition and that's why that is the regular edition if that makes sense so um I think that that just makes sense that they they choose the one that um aesthetically looks the best to be the one that's more available to the public like the one behind me um it's like black and white with pops of color this is a variant um it was it was still limited, but it was a big edition size. It was one of, I want to say, 800. The regular was a timed edition of, I think, 2200. So if that tells you anything, the artist chose specifically for that to be the best iteration of the work. And so therefore, that one was the one that was made available more widely to the public versus the one I've got. Um, and I included this for Zach. So this is another one that I uh, really love, but I actually don't own. Um, so this is Clever Girl by Foley. So the Regular is going to be the color one and then the variant. This is another type of variant that we see often, like, again, the one behind me where it tends to be grayscale. And then with little iterations of pops of color or just black and white in general. Um, but I think with this one, it worked really well. Actually, I just realized that you could kind of see the T-Rex behind me. So that's um, the, the first one he did. And then this, I think this was the second one that he released in um, 2020. But um, he finished the run recently uh, with another one. But this is a, a type of variant that we've seen pop up in the last three or four years. It's been quite popular. It's kind of grayscale. I actually have decided to collect an entire like series of, of black and white art because that type of variant style is so popular. This is one that's a little... Um, these are the kind of variants I prefer to see, kind of like the killing joke, where if you're going to do a variant, you might as well go balls to the wall and make it look like an entirely different piece of art. So um, this is Kevin Wilson's Batman Begins. So the top one, the blue flower edition is the regular edition. And then the one on the bottom is the one I have. It's the variant. He called it the um, League of Shadows variant. And I don't know if you could tell, but um, in the variant, the um, the League of Shadows, like the, the building is on fire. Um, and so it, there is, besides the colorway and the, um, the style of art, there is a, a change to the actual art itself. And that's not something we see very often with variants. So as soon as I saw this, this was available, 
um, as an artist proof from the artist directly so I didn't have to pay like aftermarket prices for it. I jumped on it. I thought this was a, a good example of how, how you should probably do variants more often than anything else. And then That's this is one that cream. you don't, yeah, the, the Batman Begins one. It's fucking yeah. awesome. And I debated the regular edition, too, for the longest time. And then when I saw the variant, I was like, you know what? No, I think that's going to be the one. Um, just because the colors are so unique. This is yeah. a type of variant you don't see very often either, where it's just an, an, another version entirely. Um, so this is the one I, I bought a few years ago. I think it was 2017, 2018. Um, but I think it was three different ones. So he did like an OG Catwoman, um, which was in the purple suit. And then um, this animated series, Catwoman, um, this is a type of variant that doesn't, like like the ones I showed you before, the, the Batman Begins, you don't see these ones as often as you do the ones that just have like a subtle change in, um, in color or saturation, which is disappointing because I feel like this takes a lot more work, obviously, um, than the ones that just take a few clicks of a button in Photoshop. So these are the prints so far that have been released for the Batman. Does anyone have any questions? I feel like I'm just talking a lot. No, no, no. Uh, we had a question in the chat. Okay. Um, uh, Tukatri, specifically with the glow prints, he said, I wonder how long the glow-in-the-dark element lasts. Does it last a year or so before it stops glowing? So I haven't heard of anyone's, um, like, fading over time. The one thing I have heard from, so there's an artist I love, not as much as Matt Ferguson, but close called Mark Engler. And um, he does a lot of those glow in the dark elements on his prints. And he, he also does a ton of Star Wars prints. Um, he has said that with people who have prints that don't glow very well, that it's just like those little plastic stars that you stick on your ceiling as a kid. You do have to charge them under UV light. So it's one of the few times that any artist or anyone who collects art prints would recommend that you expose your print to actual daylight or light in general just to get that effect to show up. But I haven't heard of anyone having degrading issues um, over time. Um, also, it tends to be really subtle. I've heard, I've had questions too where people want to put these in like a bedroom and they don't want to be distracted by something that's really bright. Uh, it's not obnoxiously bright. Um, because it is a screen print after all, it's not going to have a lot of that glow-in-the-dark ink to it, um, just with the printing process. Uh, Mark says, I always wonder how people display prints. Do you buy low-glare glass and mat them yourselves, or do you get them done professionally? So, great question, because I have a lot of them, and I like to hang up most of them. Uh, I don't have half of them framed and on the walls, just because I can't fit them all, but... Um, Anti-glare glass is incredibly expensive. So if you could swing it, I'd say go for it. But if you can't, I just live with the fact that I'm going to have a lot of glare on my prints. Um, the most cost-effective way for me to display mine is big box stores. So I tend to not go to Michael's, but I'll go to Hobby Lobby. Every other week, their ready-made frames are 50% off. And then you could have the frame shop actually put them together using archive material, materials and it's probably $3 from them to do that and put it together. And then you're just paying for the cost of the pre-made frame and, uh, and glass because it tends to be the glass that's the most expensive part of a custom framing job as opposed to the frame. Um, and that's another thing to consider is the size of a print. So um, most of the time, I think art prints, they tend to stick to a standard formula with sizing because they know that people aren't going to want to 
get them matted all the time. Um, but occasionally, yes, you do have to, to, and you can just pay for a mat by itself and put them together on your own to kind of do like a DIY project. Um, but yeah, museum glass is very um, expensive. I bought a shadow box from Bottleneck Gallery. It was a timed release, uh, Star Wars one. And it was $20 to upgrade the shadow box to museum glass. And I jumped on it because the artist said that they were probably going to take a loss on that just because of how cheap they offered the glass. And it was not a large piece of glass. It was 18 inches by 12 inches. Um, so this is the first Batman print um, that I'm aware of that release that was licensed by Dolly, who's an artist I appreciate. I just don't own a lot of his work. I think I have like two or three of his prints. Um, but this one also had a glow-in-the-dark element to it, whether you got the regular edition or the variant. Um, and I got this because the, it came out a few weeks ago, so obviously before the movie released, I don't know if the movie was going to be really shitty. So I figured I could buy, I could spring for a 24 by 18 print by an artist I appreciate and just see if the movie ends up being crap. Um, but I appreciate that I did buy this before it sold out and I also enjoyed the movie. So this was an edition size of 125 for the... And actually, this is very strange. So the regular and the variant had the same edition size. Um, so it was 125 for both. Um, so you can go to the next slide. This is showing what the glow-in-the-dark ink looks like. So this is the same one I just showed you. This is the regular edition, but it's just showing you that the it's the no more lies kind of um, graffiti that's going to end up being glow-in-the-dark on this one. Next. Yep. So this is the variant. I really didn't understand the green. Um... I still don't necessarily understand the green. I don't, I think I prefer the red. So again, this is one of those situations where I think the artist kind of chooses the best uh, iteration of the art to be the, the regular one, which is typically more available. But this one, again, the edition size was the same either way. Um, but this one, if you go to the next slide, also had the glow in the dark element to it as well. I don't like the green. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It, like it. it seemed very jarring, and it also looked very Christmassy when it released. I just didn't didn't understand it. And, um, like, I've since seen the movie, and I still love the movie, and I'm still glad I got the red one. Um, next slide. So this one was one that everyone was excited about. Marco, did you end up buying this one as well? I didn't. You know, I thought about it for a long time and ultimately did not pull the trigger. Damn, I'm disappointed in you and to think I'm I used to like you. Um, so this was the, what I appreciate about this one as well is, um, I, I don't think it was Matt Reeves, but I think someone said that they were inspired by Francisco Fregavilla, I think is, uh, is how you say it. If I'm butchering that, I apologize. Um, they were inspired by his art style when it came to filming the movie. And so when, when they did this, I didn't appreciate that it was a 24 by 36 so it's the same size as the two bad boys behind me um but the regular edition was this kind of like red tone and then if um and it was timed so you had until i think thursday morning at 10 o'clock central standard time uh till midnight on sunday to order this so therefore the edition size they announced yesterday i want to say um, they're going to print 3,660 of these. So very popular indeed. 
And then this one was the limited variant that sold out almost instantly. Um, so they made 325 of these available. But again, I think there's something wrong with you if you didn't go for the red one. The and red I said this. One to get. Yeah, I said this knowing I hadn't seen the movie yet, but it still, the red seemed to make more sense to me. I was telling people that it kind of reminded me of that uh, McFarlane figure that was red and black, where they're kind of just like beating you over the head with the whole red elements of this. Yeah, song. I mean, even the movie posters are red and black. Yeah, yeah, which we'll it's see one of them theme. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, next slide. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Can you go to the, the previous one? I forgot to mention something. So um, I do have a note on here that it's a five-color screen print on French index off-white paper. So the paper is not a straight white. It's that cream color. So, um, And when I mentioned that you could typically tell if it's a screen print versus a, a gicle by how many colors the print has. So this one is limited to five. So that's how, if you look at this, you could easily tell it's like most likely a screen print because... They're limited to, to five colors on this one. Um, but you can go to the, so this is the other one that released. Um, this one is released through Bottleneck Gallery. I want to say Thursday or Friday. So it was the day, I think, after the Mondo one. But it was on the smaller side, 18 by 24. Uh, so the regular was an edition size of 300. I really do appreciate this artist. Um, I just wasn't too fussed about this one as I was the Mondo one. Um, even though this one was a smaller one, I preferred the variant, how the variant looked at this one. Um, but I kind of just had to limit myself because I do have some uh, self-control sometimes. So I did end up passing on both this one and the variant one. Um, so if you show the variant, I thought that that one was a little, which is on the next slide, Zach. Um, I thought this one was better because it kind of fit the theme of the movie, like we said, with the, the black and red. Um, but this one, so like most variants, this one was the more limited one. It was an addition of 150 versus 300. Um, but I, that artist is one to watch. I bought his last uh, Dune print that he sold through Bottleneck Gallery. It was fantastic. Um, so this one was a surprise release through Bottleneck Gallery. They said about an hour before they put it up on the website that they were doing a surprise Batman release, and I did not know what to expect at all. And then I was a little whelmed. So this is the um, theatrical poster that they just turned. They they, they just basically turned into a like a fine art um, screen print, and they set an edition size of three fifty. It was available for a while, I want to say, um, just because it was unexpected and also. I don't know why you'd splash out the money for a fine art screen print when you could just get the poster and it's probably going to look the same either way when it's framed. Um, but this was the the other, I guess, surprise print that I wasn't expecting that's licensed. I think the other two I have on this list are unlicensed and I just wanted to feature them because they're um, by smaller artists. But you can go ahead to the, the next slide. CC on on that last poster though the theatrical yeah. poster I just love that design so much I think ultimately I'm just gonna like get this off Etsy or something like that right uh, to kind of go with my other uh, art prints yeah it's a beautiful I don't, design I don't think you have to necessarily go with the 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 fine art bottleneck release for something like this but I agree with you that I do appreciate the art I think if they had screw, had done a screen print of this and it was 18 by 24 I probably would have bought it quite honest, but because it was gigantic, I just had to kind of pick my battles. Um, so then the next one, 
the next slide is a little more niche. So I never actually heard of this artist before, but they advertised their work recently and I did buy this one. Um, the Bat and the Cat. This is a play on the, um, like a homage to the Breakfast at Tiffany's poster Amazing. that I included a small photo of. Um, and again, it's kind of the off-white paper that uh, Catwoman pinup I showed you earlier that I said was from like 2017, 2018. I plan on displaying these both together and I think it'll look great. I love this so much. I do too. This is and also not awesome. expensive. I think it's $30. Um, and if you buy it from the artist or from another gallery that's putting it out, they'll ask you if you want the artist to sign it and they don't charge for that. So, um, this gonna, is fucking cool. Signed. Yeah, like that Holy one. shit. I love everything about this. And then this one is an artist that I actually have a commission that I'm waiting on from, but he put this out. It's a limited edition of 20. Um, it's just basically a, a gicle, like I said, that fancy kind of inkjet print, but it's on a, a high quality paper and it's a smaller size. So I went ahead and grabbed this, even with the shipping coming from the UK, just because again, I have that kind of like black and white theme going on in, in some of my collection. Um, so this is another one where you might not recognize the artist name, but um, I still wanted to feature them just in case this is more someone's speed. It's a little less busy than some of the other ones that I imagine we're going to be seeing. And then this, uh, I guess, like late breaking news, I got this while I was at work today. Um, Bottleneck Gallery released a tease of a print that's going to come out from Phantom City Creative. Now, what I'm excited about is if you're not familiar with Phantom City Creative, I just know of their work. I don't know anything about the, the artists themselves, but um, they tend to be on the smaller side. So they've put out a lot, a lot of Batman the Animated Series prints, and they're always like a 18 by 24. Uh, so I'm excited to see what this is, and I probably could be tempted by it just because it's the kind of size that most people can find a space for in their homes or in a portfolio. Um, but that's basically it. We're a few days into the movie being released and we've already got a, a decent number of prints. Um, so I thought people would be interested if they're still riding that hype train after seeing it last week. With prints, like with one six scale stuff, third party and even statues, like third party and unlicensed stuff is pretty common with prints. Is that the case also? Um, yes. Yeah, so like the... The, the two I showed from the smaller artists, those um, aren't licensed, but I will tell you, um, licensing with, with art artists tends to be kind of iffy. I know that there's um, some like drama that people don't typically want to talk about where some artists have not been given commissions from big companies because they found out that artists kind of got a following by doing unlicensed work prior. Um, which is a damn shame because if they've done unlicensed work for, say, Star Wars or Marvel, it means that, that they did it because they're they're fans, right? And those are the kind of artists that you want to see doing the posters and, and doing, like, the DVD art and everything else. But um, some of those big, big-name licensees sometimes don't appreciate that and have turned artists away for that reason and refuse to work with them if they see something like that in a prior portfolio of theirs. That's so stupid. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed that presentation. I know several of our uh, listeners are messaging us to try to get you on for a Prince segment. So thank you for that. I thought that was really good. I learned a lot today. Yay. Also, I never knew how to pronounce uh, 
I, I don't even know if I know. Everyone, I was, was, everyone was like, what the hell? That's I thought it was like it. Gickly or something. If you ever uh, hear us say it wrong Gickly? on on my print show, it's it's we know. We know. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Well, I uh, I learned a lot. And your print show, um, do you want to plug the next time it's going to be on? We'll plug it again at the end. But Yeah. Um, so we're aiming for the off weeks of our group therapy. So it's going to be like every other Tuesday. So um, I'm going to have one next Tuesday right before I go on vacation. And um, I think we'll be covering a poster slash art print auction with Prop Store that's going to go live on the 24th while I'm on vacation. Um, and maybe do some, I don't want to say like unboxings because it doesn't really count, but maybe some unravelings. I did buy like a mystery tube of Matt Ferguson prints that I'm itching to open. And then I'm also going to be getting that um, bottleneck tube sometime within the next week, I want to say. So um, if I could figure out how to get that where it's not an unflattering angle of me opening a bunch of tubes and unraveling posters, then I think I'll, I'll be attempting that next Tuesday too. Uh can Very I ask cool. you two questions, Cece? Yeah. Okay, the first one is, how long can you, is it like, does it affect the print if you keep them stored for too long? And you go ahead and answer that one first, I guess, because the other one might be long. I think it depends on how you store them. So I've been known to buy a print and then forget about it for like a year in a tube. And yeah. most people will tell you that that's not good because, um, paper holds a memory just like most things so when you go to actually flatten it it could get damaged because it's been so used to being rolled mm -hmm. up for that long um but i have some that i i bought a few weeks ago it's not it's not ideal but it's also not gonna it's, it's not the end of the world if it's gonna sit i've i've had i had one that i found in my closet that i i was sitting there for years like straight up years and it was fine oh, yeah. i have um, a couple that i've had for years in a, I just haven't got around to framing stuff. Yeah, I'd say that it's a safer bet to put them in a portfolio, like flatten them and put them in a portfolio if you can. Um, and they make different sizes. And I think if you do, if you're like me and you buy a lot of art prints, I think it's a reasonable investment to spend the $150, $200 on a portfolio and um, put them in there once you flatten them out. Yeah. Okay. And then the second one is why... Why do you get something framed at Hobby Lobby over just like framing it yourself? Like what's the difference when they do it for you? Um, well, I'm really lazy by nature. And so they're I don't want I don't want to say they're the pros, but they're more equipped to do it where I'm not like with my luck, I'm gonna end up with like a dog fur in between the glass and the oh, print man. and I don't even own a dog. Like my sister has a corgi that's very fluffy. And even though I see her a few times a year, like inevitably there's going to be like dog fur under it. So they have like, they have air compressors that'll get rid of that. They're used to doing it. Um, they'll finish the back of it. So it's not open. So they'll actually like put paper, they'll put bumpers on the back so that it doesn't like hit against your wall. They'll put those like plastic bumpers on the ends. Oh, um, so I'd rather just drop off. I think they hate me because when I do that, I tend to drop off like eight at a time to get framed. Oh, wow. um, and someone inevitably has to help me put them into my tiny ass car. But um, I'd prefer they do it. Now, I have done it myself through um, like Frame It Easy is a website where you could buy like strange sizes. Now, the only issue I don't like a thing I don't like about Frame It Easy is 
they have acrylic as opposed to glass. So on the wall, if you look the right way, you can actually see that it's acrylic and it has like um, some flex to it as opposed to glass. Mm. But those I have no problem framing, like putting in the frames myself. But um, if it's a, a higher quality print, I'd rather just let the professionals handle it. Okay. Good Does, would Hobby Lobby have any options for not having glass at all? I know that doesn't give you the protection, but I'm kind of in an environment where I don't want that glare. I don't want to spend for the museum glass. So just fucker, sure you're surrounded by glass detox. The fucker, talking about? Wow, Zach, look at all this glare back there. With that, absolutely. The, the TV's right here. It looks like so a spaceship, I, bro. <laughs> damn Star Trek in there. I think I'd be more concerned with like life. dust. <laughs> If anything, if you don't have glass, um, yeah. I mean, there are anti-glare options. Uh, I don't, I think they even make like an anti-glare acrylic, but it's just pricey. So if anything, if you're wanting to kind of, I don't want to say cut corners, but yeah, if you're wanting to do it on a budget, but also you hate the idea of glare um, and you're, you're not bougie enough to go with like gallery wrapped canvases, that don't have glass because those those are maybe two or three times more expensive than what is what does that mean? Prints. So a, a gallery wrap canvas is where the print is on actual can. Actually, I have one I can grab. Um, it's on canvas, so they printed it almost like an inkjet process, but on canvas as opposed to paper. So those typically, um, just by tradition, are not you don't have to put glass over those. You could just frame them and put them on the wall. Um, just like anything you'd see at like a art decor store or um, like a home decor store uh, versus like paper that you're typically putting behind glass to also protect it. Um, but I don't see a reason why you couldn't go to Hobby Lobby and say, grab a frame off the shelf and say, this glass is trash. Like I want anti-glare tra- like glass. Can you quote me on that? I, I will tell it. you it's going to be expensive still, but at least you're not going to be buying the frame with the glass. I just know a lot of places like Michael's and Hobby Lobby, they'll have to quote you for, like, for the, should I grab the canvas to show people? If you want to. Okay, give me Pretty one second. Cool. Yeah. Canvas is like those ones that are, they're like you could hang it by itself right it has the fucking i mean if you're cheap you know just put it on the fucking hooks oh never mind i'm thinking of one that's already on it is that donald trump never mind it's han and carbonite i thought that was donald trump (laughs) (laughs) it looked like his hair (laughs) now that you said that that's really dope you fired so that's canvas as opposed to paper it's just life-sized um so it's huge, Life but wow. wow! I do know like for that to, to get it put onto a frame, like stretched over a yeah, frame. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Hobby Lobby. If I wanted glass with it, they would charge me as if I was getting glass and frame and having them put it together. So that's where you could always ask Hobby Lobby. Hey, I just want the bougie anti-glare museum glass, but it's expect some sticker shock there. Wow. I don't have that 40% off coupon anymore either. Um, Thanks for all that advice, CC. You're welcome. Uh, let's get to some miscellaneous movie news. We'll blow through this so we can talk about our movie of the week. AMC is charging more for the Batman tickets than other movies at its theater. It's part of their new uh, variable pricing model, which 
I don't love it, but I also understand why they're doing it. Uh, and a lot of fans were kind of upset to find out that the Zack Snyder's Justice League is, uh, the, the Snyder Cut rather, is not eligible for the Oscars because it is a re-edit. Uh, so even though there's a massive fan campaign for it to be eligible, uh, the Academy has said that it will not be for this year's Academy Awards. Uh, our movie of the week was Unforgiven. When prostitute Delilah Fitzgerald is disfigured by a pair of cowboys in Big Whiskey, Wyoming, her fellow brothel workers post a reward for their murder, much to the displeasure, displeasure of Sheriff Little Bill Daggett, who doesn't allow vigilantism in his town. Two groups of gunfighters, one led by aging former bandit William Money, the other by florid English Bob, come to collect the reward, clashing with each other and the sheriff. Uh, the film uh, is... I think it was a good pick. This was Danny's pick for movie of the week. Um, definitely, I, I haven't seen a ton of Clint Eastwood films, but uh, this was this was a really good film. Uh, I think it really shows um, that despite the best intentions people may have, you know, sometimes they do have to fall back into uh, things that they're really good at. And uh, in this case, uh, in the film, it shows him trying to move on from from some of the things he had done in his past. Um, and uh, he's not a great farmer and his family's very poor. And you definitely can see the contrast from where they're at. And then when you go to the city, it's all, you know, well lit, you know, they're, you know, really not struggling. Uh, and so he has to go back to uh, sort of uh, being a bounty hunter slash uh, vigilante. And uh, I think, I think it's a very interesting film. You know, a lot of these Westerns, you watch them and they're just, gunning down people left and right. And this movie really deals with the concept of like how difficult it is to take a life and the ramifications that come from that. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I really did. I didn't, I honestly wasn't that looking forward to watching it. Um, but, uh, I'm glad that Danny picked it. Uh, it's a, it's a really well-received movie at one four Academy awards, uh, for best picture, best director, best supporting actor for Gene Hackman, uh, and best film editing. In 2004, was also selected for preservation in the United States Film Registry by the Library of Congress, uh, being deemed culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. So um, that is um, some of the accolades that it has. Uh, but yeah, as a as a Western film, I enjoyed it, and uh, you know, I honestly really can't say enough good things about it. It was so good that I stopped pretty much everything I was doing. Um, I had to do a bunch of like stuff with the house this week and I was like, I'll put these PDFs on hold because, um, I was starting to kind of miss some things in the movie. So I had to go back and watch a few scenes and, uh, I'm definitely glad I did because I think this was, this was a really solid pick by, um, wow. Uh, hot toys apparently teased yeah. the Batmobile. So <laughs> I feel really bad for Yost cause he said that Warner Brothers said no one else is working on it, but yeah. we'll finish this movie review and then we'll bring out the Batmobile. He did just say that his sources there told him that, so maybe well, his sources lied. Sources need some improvement, or there, he, he needs better sources. So, uh, Dean, what do you think? Yeah, this is a solid movie. Um, not as not as gunslinger as I hoped it'd be, but there was some good scenes. You know, not. I really wouldn't call them like action scenes, but just badass scenes where you're just like, fuck yeah, that was cool. Um, the kid in the movie, 
super annoying. I I understand why he's there. Um but oh my god, I was like, dude, can this kid just not be here? Um Morgan Friedman, a delight. An absolute delight. Uh kind of a piece of shit. Uh um I mean he's such Okay, he is a piece of shit, Dean, but I love that he that Okay, obviously a terrible husband. Let's just get that out of the way. That's that's what but I But he's meant. like he's like, nah, I'm not going anywhere without my partner. It's all about the partner. Like I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. do this without my partner. I'm not gonna no, do this. Solid like, like solid bro, terrible. Definitely husband. a hoe though. <laughs> Dude. I was like, man, these guys yeah, it's it's fucking funny. Uh there's some levity in the movie. It makes you feel good. Yeah, it's a different time. Um Clint Eastwood's character is very likable. You kind of you kind of want to see what he was like in his past, but like he kind of fights it for the whole movie. And then there's like a turning point for his character where he kind of reverts back to it. I for me wasn't enough. I wanted to see him fucking, you know, in the middle of town fucking shooting people off roofs. You don't get that kind of action. Um has anyone here seen the movie Open Range? There's a I have not. huge. It's a. It's a. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, anyway, there's a huge shootout at the end of the movie, and it's fucking amazing. But anyway, yeah, this was such a solid movie. A lot of really like memorable characters. Slim, uh, the the writer. I forget. It. He's just like I'm a writer. I'm a, like every chance to get. Dude, I literally thought that was John Oliver. And then at the end credits, I was like, what the fuck? That's not John Oliver? Wow, that's racial, bro. That seems racial. Um, um, Zaxxy's one, one thing. Jew, and all of a sudden, they're all... What the crazy. fuck? I didn't know he was Jew. I just thought he was British. How dare you? I see one Jew every day, and it's my favorite friend, Dean. Um, I... Um, I want to add one thing to Dean's and then uh, you guys can go on, but I oh, think yeah, it's so, I think it's so great exactly that um, there wasn't like a cheesy montage scene where he goes from like being terrible with the pistol to like fucking bullseyeing everything. It, it was so real. It's like, fuck it. Like I got to go yeah. today. Like oh, I fucking yeah. suck, but I'm just going to find I what I can do to make it for work. For sure. This movie feels so real. Like as cool as it would be to see an awesome, like gunfight, you know, this movie is very like heavy in reality and like what would actually be possible. It's cool. It's a really great movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I am probably never getting invited back. I didn't watch it. That's okay. That's okay. I haven't watched it. Some of our people didn't watch it either. Watch it either <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Wait, I'm you didn't real, watch it, Dean? <laughs> I'm just real no. honest about it. <laughs> no, I'm saying a lot of times I haven't watched it. You know, I should have just lied and been like, oh, yeah, Clint Eastwood, you know, he's always a badass. Yeah. Just Clint Eastwood. You know, it's just like a Clint Eastwood movie. Like, what what, just, what more could you want? Anyway. You just talk yeah, about John, the Rotten Tomato talking? score and the runtime, and then you're you're good. Yeah, you're exactly. Um, I watched it. I enjoyed it. Watched two Westerns in my life. This wow. and Tombstone. And this, seen Django? This obliterated Tombstone in my, my life. man. <gasps> obliterated Tombstone. Um, two hours and 11 minutes. Tombstone was a real story, though. I don't care if it was real or if it wasn't real. This obliterated it. 8.2 out of 10. Wow. 96% of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I just love this movie. Takes a little time to get off the ground. But once you get to the the climax of the movie, wow. First of all, that's what this world... Let me explain to you. you. 
That's what this world's lacking, is friendships and relationships. Like, uh, I'm not going to say, I'm just going to say the actors' names because the names are whatever. Okay, you know what, for good, we'll keep it professional here. Relationships and friendships that Money, Mooney, and Ned had. That's what this world's lacking. That's the problem with the world. How they kept each other's back and they were there for each other and it's nothing broke that. That's what we need in this world. The movie Minus was great. The whores, the whores did break that. <laughs> okay, Zach, you you gave your two cents, no? Oh, I'm gonna give Zip you a whole it. dollar at this rate, baby. Jesus. Hang on, let it's me let me hit you with. Uh, this is my show. Again? I do what the hell I want on my show. <laughs> okay, I'm done. If Val Kilmer's not in this one, but he is in Tombstone, then this movie ain't shit compared to wow. Tombstone. You're <laughs> wow. Equan, he did say the runtime, so you. We're I got good. the runtime, guys. This is professional stuff here. Go ahead, yeah. uh, Marco. You're you're good to go. I think this movie teaches us a really valuable lesson that no one will pay good money for a cut up whore. Um, so that's something we got to wow, remember. That what? Um, <laughs> that is Eddie. Now, now you get now you got to watch it. Um, it's in the movie, bro. So so this was a big inspiration for for Logan, right? Like this is kind of like the over the hill. Like, you know, reluctant um, hero, basically. And those are some of my favorite stories. Like, obviously, Logan, Last of Us. Uh, like, you know, someone that's just, uh, yeah, reluctant to go into battle. And really, Clint Eastwood, I'm not a big Western guy, but phenomenal in this. Morgan Freeman. Um, and then, the uh, you know, Hackman. Like, all their acting was just top-notch. So, definitely recommend it. Okay, first of all, the best Western in the world is Wild Wild West. Thank wow. you. I will not hear an <laughs> argument. <laughs> That movie's a fucking banger. I can't believe some people in our Patreon chat said that movie sucked. That movie's fucking awesome. Fuck those guys. It was probably Brent. with Wild Wild West. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't think it was Brenton, but... <laughs> just kidding. Brenton Sleepy. Um, well, I guess... Jesus. Okay, what's our next movie of the week? Uh, actually, Marco, please. Movie of the week is yours. Yeah, so this is one that I've been wanting to rewatch for a while now, but 300... I, you know, I loved it uh, when I was in college and just really haven't, I've been meaning to, to go back and hey, I'm John. not sure if it's going to hold up. Didn't up, some buddy? of us have to be here like 300 episodes to get a movie of the week? Oh, wow. I, I got to go, guys. Uh, it's been nice knowing you. Eddie, maybe you should have been better on those first 300 episodes. Oh, wow. <laughs> boom, boom. Dude, with that mare force, dude. Cut me deep. Too much confidence. Oh, yeah, I hate to see it. Um, it was time. It was time for Marco to get a movie of the week. Uh, it was also time for us to have a first look at Batman's iconic crime-fighting gadget, the Batmobile. Um, Eddie, we mentioned uh, when we were talking to the Patreon chat, like showing it in the back doesn't mean it's a thing. It could just be a prop or whatever. Now that they're showing it as a photo on their Facebook, still doesn't mean it's guaranteed, right? We've seen Shazam, we've seen Poe on their Facebook. And we ain't seen Paul no more, so I don't know that this is a guarantee wow. that Jeez. we're gonna that we're gonna get. Jesus. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I don't know that it is not guaranteed that it's gonna become a thing, but boy, that I I, I feel terrible for um, just I, I don't know. Someone I, said it in the look at the top <laughs> comment. Yeah, I think. Well, and I what Zach said to it, he's—it's like you're—you're you're lost for words. It's like we can see your comment. You're like, dude, for real. I mean, that. Oh, you're fucked say. up. I can't see his comment. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it's true. I—I I think he's been developing this for quite a while. I think he said it's been a few—I uh, think a month or two that he's been working yeah. on it. 
uh, with the knowledge that it was, uh, you know, going to be them doing it. And uh, again, you know, licenses can be split by price point, by region. So, to, you know, to kind of three I, saying, if Yoast can get theirs out before, really? Still? John, I still am in the camp that his will be. Oh, I don't I know about agree. better, but I. It, like he's gonna go more he's in gonna depth put he's gonna on get working into on this the thing. interest the he's gonna get into all the details and get all that thing but I don't think the hot toys will have the special effects like Yost. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen hot toys do like a smoke effect um i I think or sound obviously obviously I imagine they're both gonna have access to the same references, but I think the level of care that Yost will take is gonna be more than hot toys. I think you're also going to pay a little extra for that level of care um but man that's that's upsetting bro super upsetting i feel upsetting. like why directly... is it upsetting well not for me as a, for me personally but i mean yeah you yeah. probably spend a lot of money to be able to well, do this and it's part of the game i feel like they're I think directly it, I think... like competing lately i feel like everything's been like a back and forth between the you know i mean it's all about escalation i mean there's times where you know, even us, like, we'll see people doing really well, and I'm like, damn, we gotta really, like, Bro, step our shit up. I think it's gonna... just, it makes, the, it brings out the best, the competition. I, I think... don't, I don't care who you are, and, like, he's a great guy, great family, love oh. what's happening, small, support small business, oh. but you're, you're not gonna tackle Hot Toys. I'm sorry. Go for the stuff that, you do, are the hold weirdest on a second. Hold human on a second. being I've ever met in my Eddie, let me talk. fucking oh, man, life, Jesus. I swear. Jesus, let me talk. I he sat here silent for, like, the last hour. on Hot Toys talk. all the time. And he, then he, ah, he, you're I'm shitting such on hot, a contradictory listen, I sh- human I being. Shit, I shit on Hot Toys when Hot Toys needs to be shit on. And then when they do things that deserve credit, I give them credit where it's due. It's a balance. You, I'm not going to just shit on them. You got people who just shit on them. Even when they do something good, you shit on them. You got people that just praise them. What are you crediting them here, though? Like, what is the credit you're giving them? Well, they're doing the Batmobile. So they're... They're giving yeah, collectors but what, what is the credit over juiced? What is the? It's not juiced. So if you're gonna be a fan, let's juiced. pronounce the name right. I don't know what juiced yeah. is. It's he Yost. shouldn't have fucking spelled his name that way. So that's Jesus not what Christ. I asked though. Regardless, <laughs> okay. you're taking off Mark, the train of thought. Let me get back on. Go ahead. From what John uh, earlier was saying, that Hot Toys is sweating now, but now we can't touch Hot Toys. So that's what I'm saying. No, I get me, confused. Okay, but let me finish. If you, if if I didn't don't get cut off, it'd be great. Hot Toys. We're not talking about we're we're not talking about what's the face uh, Queen Studios, we're not talking about that because I I still said like I said in the beginning Hot Toys is sweating me for that but depending on how Queen Studios attacks this project they're going to be competing with J and D so besides that I'm talking about this I if Yoast was smart okay Yoast did your Batmobile with Val Kilmer smart I don't think Hot Toys is going to touch that he did. The although it's unlicensed, he touched the uh, what do you call it? The Star Wars uh, cockpit, beautiful. I I saw that cockpit. Hot Toys did wanted one of me. They didn't do it. Hot Toys. Yost was smart by tackling the Jedi fighter. Another example of projects you could do. The speeder. Unfortunately, they're all kind of unlicensed items, but that's where the demand is. You're gonna go for a, a license that Hot Toys has. Come on, they're gonna they're gonna do it. They showed the, they showed the Batmobile. It's it was inevitable, uh, not the Batmobile, the bike. It was inevitable that they were going to do this. Well, so you're saying the, the competition right? so... is only 
if it's something that they're not doing themselves? He's too small to compete with Hot Toys. I disagree, he's, though. What are you talking about? You disagree. He's too small. It's a. It's, what does the size the have to? I mean, it, other than the obvious Jesus joke there, Christ. but what does the size Jesus. matter? I need <laughs> that on my wall, Eddie. I know. Well, well, Eddie. Well, we're gonna save it. I think we should save it for a different show, man. You're a hundred percent wrong in this well, scenario I because love your you opinion. have no. Like I think it's all. Tell me why the size fucking matters in this. Well, the scenario. size does matter because no, because why... if it's smaller, well, well, that's, he can ca- make that's a why ya- Yost, Yost, Juice, Joust, whatever you want to say. Jesus, wow. that's why it, he's that. charging you. Joke. He's charging you two thousand, fifteen hundred to two thousand for this. We don't thing. know that price yet. Okay, well let's just based on speculation of what's been said in the community. I believe Jesus the community. <laughs> okay, but in your argument, then sideshow and queen, obviously two different prices. Sideshow's going to reproduce the hell out of their statue for a cheaper price, which is what Hot Toys is going to do. And Juiced is the Queen Studios in this scenario where he's going to make less for a higher price that will be better. But it's the same vehicle. Hot it's Toys and Queen seems, Studios are not making think, the same I think, statues. I think what Eddie's saying is... Yeah, they are. They're Eddie's making is, two Spider-Mans or two... I'm I, saying in... Yeah, I think what this, Eddie is saying okay. is that because Yost is hand-making every single Batmobile... He's able to give it the attention where it's him, his, you know, the four or five of his family members versus Hot Toys where it's going to a factory and there might be Mold. 20 people working on one Batmobile that are each just doing one specific part. But that comes with a cost in Yost's production, which is it's a much, much, much more expensive labor, basically. I haven't, I haven't purchased from him. I, it's not because I have anything. Against, it's just shipping and everything. Again, it, it hits a price point. I think he's based out of the UK. It ends up being really expensive. Um, but I've read, it was mentioned today in the chat that final product, when it's released in hand, there's issues with it. I know with the cockpit, there were some issues with some screws and, and I know that there was some issues with the, um, noise feature, the feature that made the, the sound when plugging it in, you had to get a certain adapter and so forth. That's fine. Not to say that he's not going to get better, but I think now in this day and age, when we're comparing... Uh, that price point is really high. He, you're, I'm not. I don't think he's coming. He's producing Queen Studios level to be charging that amount. I just think he's charging that amount because that's the size of the company he's working with now, and that's the cost. It's costing him. <laughs> he can't mass produce. He can't mass produce at that level, and bring the price down. Oh let's, boy. Uh, let's let's see what the price comes out to, and then we can have that discussion. What would you predict, Zach, on, on the Hot Toys one? Uh, let me look up the price of the Tumblr real quick, and I'll give you a number. Like Six seventy five, if, if that. But th- so. that was so cheap because the Tumblr is huge. It's not like it's a, a normal size car. It's a steel price. Okay, give me give me three seconds. Let me. I uh, paid seven hundred for the Canadian. That's even cheaper. You that's. The DeLorean. What was it, John? It was the, eight. No, the, eight. I'm even saying the '89 Batmobile. I paid seven hundred Canadian back in the day, when I, I came. I think out. the DeLorean was eight twenty five though. Okay, if it's eight twenty-five, then I'm gonna say it'll be under a thousand. I'm gonna say seven fifty. Okay, and is is that a price point that would make you pull the trigger? Perhaps that would be. <laughs> it's a tough one. I would cancel if okay if it was seven fifty. I would cancel the advanced suit prime one Batman and probably pick that up instead. To be honest. I'm also trying oh, to find yeah. the price of the new Tumblr, but I cannot find it. Here we go. Let me ask you one other question. Does Yost, does Yost limit? Uh, does he uh, have an edition size? 
Uh, no. He does sometimes multiple runs. Okay, so the tumbler at 630, I think, is just a great deal. Great Because value. it's a fairly large vehicle. Massive. Um, I would say that's an outlier for price. Which I, mean, also I guess had unless a lot of the DeLorean license. In the original release. What's that, uh, Eddie? The tumbler had a lot of issues in its like original what? release. Uh, the little flaps on the back were very fragile. I own bo uh, both of them, and I had absolutely no issues with it. Well, that doesn't mean there wasn't issues with it. That just means that, yeah, <laughs> yeah every single one that uh, I've seen, the little flaps have broken off. You can glue them back on. It's pretty easy, but they're pretty fragile. Um, Dean, you know what's not pretty fragile? Our Patreonians, the sweet angels of the network. Dude, if you're in the chat, you cannot be fragile. And these guys, they they bring they bring the heat every day. <clears throat> We want to shout out Sean Fear, Ian Seavey, Renee Mendez, Eric Mariscal, Quinn Aguirre, Lemur Hernandez, King Louie, Mark Pearson, Paul Schreiber, James Colley, Equan, uh -oh. Chris Valserina, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty. What happened? What was you that? glitched out for a second. You're good. Oh. David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Joao Breda. Sweet, sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Krebb, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Cesar Mariquin, Mike Cruz, Lisa Martin Bomoski, Rick Dergagorio, Alvin Jules, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Irwin Ezzacina, The Illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Two Count Three, Wa, Matt Clevenger, Clevenger, that's a new name, Clevenger, let us know, Matt. Uh, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, shout out, she's right here, what an angel. Scott Smith, Dolmaton, Bola Boyd, Jimmy James, Stephen Pritchett, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Stephen Maria Stanley, Jesse Contreras, Eddie Manzanares, Louis Bennett, Chip Perrin, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. Sweet, sweet angels. Thank you, Dean, for that. We have March Patreon benefits going out around the 20th. The Pose Wars Hollow Sticker, an absolute classic. And the Dylan small talk sticker. Uh, finally, Dylan is getting uh, immortalized in sticker form. Uh, we have three tiers. Now, these are changing just a bit. $5, you get the sticker sent straight to your door and access to Ox After Dark Replay. The $15 tier is the figure fix assistance and the certified crispy certificate uh, and all the benefits of the previous tier. The $25 tier is the difference here. Instead of the 18 by 24 signed silhouette poster, which if you're... I've already been a top tier. You'll be getting that. We have uh, Sam and uh, Ricardo. Dean, we got to get those signed. Uh, you will get an exclusive Pog Deluxe set on your first pledge. Uh, doubles of all the stickers we send and all the benefits of the previous tiers. Uh, international postage above $5 will be charged at cost for the Pogs. So I think it was last After Dark that we talked about Pogs. Um, but they, um, they're quite cool. And a lot of the Patreonies love the idea. And we have two proofs. So if you're a Patreon member, uh, you can vote on Patreon for the black uh, backing card or the blue one. Uh, but these are the first six pogs we're going to make. And uh, if you're uh, an existing What A Guy member, you'll get those uh, when they release as well, as long as your membership is current. So we have the Oxfather Gandalf, the Dino's uh, Cereal, the Left-Handed Jumbo, the So Many Bees sticker, the Gold... Uh, exclusive Collecting Weekly Live gold back Pog and the CW uh, What A Guy logo, Nadine. And actually, John, because I think you're going to be very interested in this, these are limited to 25. So once these sell out, we'll go to a next design and then that'll 
uh, be another maybe 25, depending on how many people want them. And uh, we'll go from there. So these will not be uh, reissued, as it were. You love it. Uh, at least in this exact current uh, coloration and logos. So uh, we have a lot of ideas for more POG sets. Uh, I know I was talking with um, Eddie about doing a uh, Small Talk and OFAC six-pack, the Dungeons & Dragons six-pack, um, different uh, Z-Team six-packs, so all kinds of great ideas there, and they're very reasonably priced. Uh, the posters were just a little too pricey to order and ship and a little inconvenient for us to get them signed in person, so um, we will uh, we'll be doing these uh, as, as a... Uh, a thing from here on out and uh we're also going to do some non-deluxe pogs uh it'll be a white and gold cw logo with a different backing uh and those will just be randomly chosen so some people will get the chase the gold version some people will get the white and yellow so uh stay tuned for that we got some really cool stuff coming and that'll be our new um sort of like top tier premium item uh, for channel members, we got some great people supporting us. So we got Mojo Z78, OG Fan, Absolute Irwin, uh, Bema, Test Just One, Mark Pearson, uh, DK Avenger 702, Ben Thomas, OMFG Rick, uh, Justin Harass, Mike Oxlong, uh, Paul Schreiber, S Beam, Andrew Gibo, Andres IB, uh, CC3PO, Daminator, Lemur, Hernandez, and Sam. Uh, big shout out to Paul because Paul's actually sponsoring uh, the Pogs. And a really cool thing for Dungeons and Dragons, which we're not really ready to show just yet, but it was a pretty big contribution that he made for us to be able to get both of those products off the ground floor. So, uh, round of applause for, for uh, Paul. Definitely a great guy. Uh, and uh, Eddie says, any plugs for the future? I don't know what that means. Uh, but I will say this in the chat, some people were asking for some different uh, emojis of hosts. Uh, so I think we need to get three more members to unlock a next emoji. And when that happens, we'll put up a poll and you guys can vote which host you want to be an emoji next. Ooh, I think I saw a few people war. asking for John as the next uh, emoji. Wow. Uh, so we'll let you guys vote. So we need three more members to make that happen. And uh, memberships uh, start at 99 cents if you're a Patreone or two ninety nine if you're in the peanut gallery. Uh, you get membership shoutouts, loyalty badges, and access to uh, exclusive emojis. So... That's pretty cool. Uh, our network, CW Live, OFAC, Small Talk, After Dark, In and Outs of Collecting, The Ringcast, Collecting Weekly Live Unboxing, Bricks and Brews, Collectors Club, Pose Wars, and our new logo for Living That Dice. Uh, shout out to Manny for doing that. Our schedule for the week tomorrow we have 10 30. Uh, After Dark, uh, Golden Ass Gwen is coming back on the show. Uh, she said that she had some crazy stuff happen in her life, and we're going to talk about our trials and tribulations tomorrow because that's what we do in After Dark. Uh, Thursday at 2.30 is OFAC, and then Friday, John, is 10 correct for Collector's Club? That's correct. Awesome. So Collector's Club will be at 10, and then Saturday at 10, we also have Pose Wars, so that's uh, a very exciting event for us to uh, to do, and uh, we got a great... Week. Yeah, we got a jam pack. We've got a great list of posers that are going to be joining us, uh, joining us there. Uh, T Public is where you can find... Uh, all of our swag. We just put up the new D&D logo that Manny made, so check that out if you're interested. And, uh, John, let's go ahead and read our socials, please. Yeah, we got our Facebook group, Collecting Weekly. We also have um, Collecting Weekly Auxiliary, where all the fun stuff stuff happens uh, within the group members. You know, sales posts, news, everything like that. Uh, we got on Instagram, at Collecting Weekly, at Collecting Weekly underscore clips, where all the funny bloopers and uh, everything funny 
is there. You got to follow that group. Uh, at the Everyday uh, Collector and in and outs of collecting uh, for all the statue news. Um, now, we got a question here from uh, Tukatri. Mm-hmm. He said, Are Pogger, uh, Poggers, wow, uh, Slammers, rather, going to be offered as well? We have a quote for Slammers. It'll probably be like a one time thing because they're super expensive. Uh, so. Uh, that'll be very limited, and I guess if we do another one in the future, it'll be a different design. But uh, we have gotten a quote for those, so stay tuned. Uh, and that's our show. We got uh, two great guests with us. So, CC, Marco, do you guys want to plug the channels that you're on and what you guys got going on? Uh, so we have group therapy this coming Friday, and then I just have Hoth on the press, Hoth off the press, uh, next Tuesday. But other than that. I'm glad uh, you guys were able to have me on and talk about all the shit I spend all my money on. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Really appreciate it. CC, great presentation today. I learned a lot. Um, and on our channel, we've got a few unboxings coming up, and we've got, you know, a longtime lurker in the chat, and then also unboxer Cuervo coming on, on our show on Saturday, 11 Pacific time. So we've really been having great conversations with the community. Uh, I think, you know, Dean and I might have something in the works here in the in the near future and want to get all the rest of you guys on again. And Eddie, wow. you actually haven't been on yet on our channel. So we, we got to get know, you man. and hopefully Adriana uh, on what as well. Fuck? Oh, I don't know what's really nice. going on. How dare you? Yeah, John's chopped liver. What the hell? That's okay. I don't want to go. John, you were on the very first episode, bro. <laughs> That's true. What was that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thanks for remembering. It was great content, by the way. <laughs> Uh, John, you made a you made a very special post for a very special day. Yep. Uh, let's shout out some of those people on that post. Well, I gotta Taco pull Tuesday? it up now if I can remember the name. No, seriously, guys. Uh, today International was Women's Day. International Women's I'm Day. Being a dick, too. Yeah. Well, then we're used to that. Um, so yeah, happy, <laughs> happy International Women's Day to all women, especially the women in the collecting community that uh, you know deal with our baloney. Some are involved. Some have to deal with. So only the women in the collecting community matter to you? No, I Is said all, saying? and <laughs> it's especially not International Collector <laughs> Community Women's Day. You fuck Jesus Christ! Fucking guy. You know, Happy International <laughs> Women's Day to Adriana, because she has to put up with your fucking bullshit every fucking night. I would have been fucking see ya, Gonzo. He's not right. You ever see the Flash? I'll be fucking flashing out of there. Wow. But uh, no, seriously, on a serious note, uh, happy International Women's Day to you guys. Wow, I thought you were going to name the women, but uh, yes. Happy International Women's Day. CC and all the lovely women of the world. I love, I love women. Clap. I don't know why. I love, <laughs> I love all women of the world. That's the I don't know why. It, it's been a few years, but the fucking first Deadpool movie kind of like ruined International Women's Day. Do you remember that joke? Yes. Yeah, anyway, that didn't that did not ruin it so, at all. So, but I'm not doing that. I think congrats, Marco does it every day. Every, though. Everyone who's celebrating that way tonight. Dude, Equan said is a no go. I thought the exact same thing. Equan said, "Brings up memories to that one more time, John meme." <laughs> when you did that, sh- I need that to be in the clip. For uh, Fern, please make that happen. Ah uh, man. Anyways, uh, yeah. Shout out to everyone watching. You guys are all great. Um, yeah, it's a, it a good show, CC. That was a great presentation. I feel like I learned quite a bit. 
and uh, it's crazy to see how many amazing prints there are for a movie that just came out like last week. So yeah. But uh, anyways, Dean, do you have any shouts you want to give? All right, let's Google in uh, Elden Ring or something. All right, well I'm Zach. Oh no. I'm Dean. Oh, I'm Dean. Sorry, I didn't know. Jesus I was Christ. <laughs> I thought it was me. I was like, fuck. I got un... No, I'm doing D&D stuff right now. That's professional. Hop in the uh, Discord after this. Anyways, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Eddie. I'm Jonathan. I'm Marco. I thought you were Vengeance. God damn it, John. We had it. We had it perfectly. I thought he was. I thought. Fucking. How dare you? I thought he was vengeance. Please talk over me on international fucking Day. No, this is how we're going to end it. Just CC's going to end it. Pull everybody off. Strong word. Yeah, CC. Pull everybody off. Now you want her to pull everybody off? It's International Women's Day. End the fucking show. Oh my god. Fucking oh two hours god. and 30 minutes. You guys are fucking. Look, there's even his camera.